The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Pirate fans, welcome to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's Platinum Certified U.S. Cellular stores and experience the highest standard of customer service. Call in on the live line at 317-1250. Now, with a complete recap of the game and your phone calls, live from the Pirate Radio Studios, here's your host of the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter, Clip Brock. East Carolina going to drop it today, 21-20 to to NC State. Tough to take. Almost wish they were blown out because this one, this one hurts. Blocked punt for a touchdown, missed extra point, missed field goal. Special teams did not go ECU's way today, and that's uh, the difference in this football game. NC State survives its trip to Greenville 21-20, the final score. Clip Brock, Billy Weaver here on the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Call-In Show. Taking your calls, 317-1250. We have open lines. Shirley Rhodes getting your calls. We've, uh, I don't know. You got any words? Well, no. <laughs> we got really plenty don't. of time to talk about it. We'll get our thoughts, gather them. <laughs> we'll take a timeout, come back, kick it off. 317-1250. We're back after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All righty, 317-1250, the number, a deflating loss for the Pirates. Missed extra point, missed field goal, and NC State wins it by one point today at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. We're taking your calls, 317-1250. We have open lines, 317-1250. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Parker's Barbecue. Dropped us off an awesome post-game spread, and uh, I'm talking everything. Barbecue, chicken, all the sides, Billy's banana pudding, (laughs) uh, sweet tea, corn sticks, hush puppies, and uh, they got it all at Parker's Barbecue. Three locations in Greenville to serve you. Uh, They ship nationwide, parkersbbq.com. Thanks to Parker's Barbecue for their tremendous support here at pirate radio man it was awesome it really was um but on the flip side i feel like i'm about to throw up that banana pudding yeah i, I mean you know, what I just a hate it. sick sick feeling it is it's a very sick feeling and you know as a former kicker I, you know i said this before um that last drive for east carolina that i said for owen daffer's sake i, I was hoping that they would get in that situation where he could hit a game-winning field goal all would be forgotten but now that's all anyone's going to remember and that's that's a shame because such a good ball game, but so deflating. Man. Man All right. So deflating. We got a couple open lines, 317-1250. Check us out on Facebook Live, YouTube. Got a uh, chat going on there amongst the Pirate Nation. Uh, Chuck, hang on. We'll start with Jackson in Greenville. Hey, Jackson. Hey, guys. How's it going? Not good. Uh, could be better, yeah. Yeah. Um, I really am still baffled at how we lost that game. I mean, I left at halftime, but for that guy to go out there and miss two in a row and they gave him a scholarship last year, why don't we just yank him off scholarship and send him back to where he came from? Because that is the most pitiful display of kicking that I have ever seen in my entire life. Uh, oh, well, now, now if, if a guy goes out there and drops four passes and there's, say, it's tied up at 14 apiece and he drops a last-second pass in the end zone, you're going to yank his scholarship? That, that, I mean, that, that doesn't, that's not what wins the game. 
You know what I mean? No, no, no. I just, I just told you that would have been a winning situation. I just told you 14 to 14, three seconds left in the game. Uh, C.J. Johnson goes out there and drops a, a wide open pass in the end zone. Are you going to snatch his scholarship? That's just. I'm just asking you that question. Yes. You would? Okay. Dude, okay. We're going to run that, out of that's players. Fine. That's fine. Uh, that That's just what I'm saying. I mean, it's absolutely horrible. He cost us the game. He absolutely blew it. He crapped the bed. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree I mean, with that. Yeah, we, we agree all with saw that. that but I don't agree, yeah. with, I don't agree with yanking his scholarship. They're not going to yank his scholarship. I know. And it's just it's just a reaction. I get it. I get it. Because I, I'm sick to my stomach as well. But And I hate it for Daffer more than anything else because oh, he's the guy that's going to have to live with it. Yeah, now we're watching App State just scored a potentially game-tying touchdown. Right, we'll see if they can make the extra point. Right. They got an extra point pending right here with 31 seconds left to play. Um, Why'd you leave at halftime, Jackson? Should we yank your scholarship? Daffer needs to go run in the woods. Why'd you Why, leave, why'd at you leave at halftime? That is a great question. Why'd you leave at halftime? Why? Because it was hot as hell. Damn, it was. Hey, were y'all in there? Yes, I was. I left in the fourth quarter because I had to get to here. We for, should for yank my job. Uh, the rest of your tickets for leaving early. <laughs> yeah, that was not a game-winning fan move by you. This year, she's my fiance, and she told me we had to go, so we left. All right. Well, I, you get a pass on that one because I, I totally I don't believe in one. man cards, but if I did, I'd <laughs> yank your man card. All right, Jackson. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, All right, buddy. All right, 317-1250. Chuck in Charlotte is next. Hey, Chuck. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for uh, taking my call. Um, okay, it's a, it's a gut-wrenching uh, end to a football game. But uh, I think if we if we look at the beginning of the game, if we were if we had known we we're going to be that close to being able to win, you know, I, I think we'd have taken it. So I, I choose to look on the positive side rather than the than the negative side. Um, I've listened to this show a lot. I've heard a lot of negative things about the offensive coordinator play calling. I, I generally liked the uh, the play calling today. I, I wasn't. Wasn't real happy with that fourth fourth down, yeah. You know, five go routes or whatever. But yep. Other than that, I loved I loved the first game, the first play from scrimmage. I loved the fact that we didn't just blindly stick to the run. But I understand now why Houston was so committed to that over the years because we had to make them believe that we would run, and we didn't run worth a crap today. But but they believed that we would, and so I, I think that helped us. I think this is a really good NC State team. We'll see, you know, down the road how good they are. Um, but I got to believe that we're going to be in every every game left on the schedule, and so we'll just have to see how this plays out. Look, it's it's gut wrenching, but uh, kicker didn't have a great day today. But we're going to need that guy the rest of the year. So That's right. We need those phone calls that we just had, and uh, and that guy could win five games for us this year. So. Uh, I think it's I think it's all positive. What to, but you guys are the pros. Tell me what y'all saw. Uh, same thing, and you know what? I, I had this conversation with someone earlier today. Actually, it was before the game that uh, you know somebody was asking me about kickers and the kicking situation and all that. Not not this specifically to here, but we were just talking about kickers in general. And um, I had said I had made the comment that it seems to me like the teams uh, around the country. Oh, oh! wow. Wow. Sorry, App State went for two Wide open quarterback missed him. Yeah, pull his scholarship. Number 17, (laughs) you're out of scholarship. Sorry, go ahead, Bill. Yeah, but, you know, I was talking about that, and the programs that make a commitment – 
to special teams in the kicking game typically do well. They really do. And we had talked about I got that a before. New, the, I got a point. We talked about that before the game, remember? We did. Uh, new holder for East Carolina, Luke Larson. John Young, last year's punter and holder, just tweeted out, this is not on the young kicker. A kicker is only as good as his holder. That's laces, right. laces out. Laces towards kicker is basically kicking blindfolded. Yep. So John Young saying that that was a holder issue, and you can clearly see Daffer kicking right at the laces there. So, uh, yeah, blame to go around wherever you want to put it, I guess. Well, anybody that has any kind of uh, experience kicking, kick a ball one time on the laces and see what happens. All right, Chuck. kind of goes where it wants to go. Thanks for the call. 317-1250. We go to Monica in Atlantic Beach. Hey, Monica. Hey, football is back, guys, and we're loving it. Um, really tough day for the Pirates. We, we were just in position to win that game, and it's just a heartbreaker. I know everybody is just sick in their stomachs right now. I feel bad for Owen Daffer. You know, he went from zero last year to really uh, blowing up this game. Um, question would be, is he doing too much? You know, I know he's pulling double duty. Now, I heard you just say that John Young tweeted out that it was at the laces, but he is also pulling double duty in the kicking game. So I wonder if that's... Um, Nah. nah, that that doesn't matter. It it really doesn't. As a matter of fact, uh, most kickers they want to be on the field as much as they can. If they're like any other player. They want to be on the field. They want to be contributing. Um, if you ever listen to Steve Logan, Steve Logan always had a very interesting take on kickers, and and people don't realize kicking is violent. And and that's what Coach Logan used to always say. It, it's it it's a violent motion. And look. North Carolina is about to put this away. Onside kick turned into a touchdown. Anyway, it's it's a violent motion, so it's very it's very hard on kickers' legs. Now, I'm not making any excuses at all, none. Uh, but as far as pulling double duty, that doesn't make a difference. I don't think I don't think so. Anyway. Well, at any rate, you know, you got one job. Let's get it done. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was our game to win. Um, this is a continuation of what I said last year, over and over and over again. Um, you know, Blake Harrell is the man. Our defense stood up, you know, what's supposed to be an incredible NC State offense, number 13 ranked in the country. They couldn't punch it in at the one-yard line twice. So, way to go, defense. Um, you, you, you get the big, fat gold star today. Um, you know, watching State, too, you know, several fault starts. They got the uh, pass interference. Um, I, I call a fault start on calling the number 13 in the nation. Uh, proud of my Pirates today. Are we disappointed? Do we want to throw up in our shoes? Absolutely. Um, but we got to regroup. We got to play an ODU team who's high off their hokey win mm-hmm. tonight. So uh, let's pull it together. Let's, you know, they, they need to be in the locker room pulling Owen Daffer up because we're going to need him again. So we don't need to wear him down. Uh, I'm sure he's doing that for himself. And all I got to say is, uh, it's a wonderful time of the year. Pirate football is back, baby. 51,000 fans in the stands. I do need to throw one dart out, though, um, to the uh, operations at ECU. Um, apparently, I got a call from my daughter. She's an ECU student, all of her friends in the boneyard. Um, if you went down to use the bathroom or get water in 100-degree weather, they were not allowing you back in to your seat. So um, they need to fix that. Something's got to give. Also heard that you couldn't buy water unless you had cash. That's dangerous on a day like today. So let's pull it together, and but let's go win some more football games. It's a great look right now for Pirates. I feel sick, but we just got to regroup and, and take ODU next week. 
All right, Monica, thanks as always for the call. We'll uh, talk to you next week. All right, sounds good. Yeah, I heard, uh, I saw, I read some of those complaints on yeah. Twitter, and you actually experienced some of that. Yeah, I was, I was sitting in section nineteen. It's uh, if you look at the boneyard, it's over on the upper deck side. Uh, both rows, uh, stairways from section nineteen going down and going back up, for just about the entire first half were packed. Um, my daughter, stepdaughter, and their boyfriends went down to get a drink, uh, and it took them what twenty thirty. 40 minutes maybe i'm looking at my wife probably 40 minutes to get back up and they they actually gotten a text that said they couldn't get back up they weren't letting anybody back up that was a problem uh i know that uh from what i understand i think the uh card machines went down or whatever so you had to pay cash it was yeah a little bit of a hiccup in the first game all right 317-1250 let's go to b pays who joins us from raleigh what's up pace just finished throwing up. Feel a little bit better now. Uh, get it off my stomach. <laughs> um, I, I was. Uh, you know what I would like to see though on that last North Carolina State uh, possession, we tackled the guy out of bounds and they kept the clock running. I, I mean, we can talk. There's 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 three or four ref calls today that are just. There's a non-target call. I think on Keaton Mitchell. I mean, if you go back and look at it on television. Guy comes in, they didn't even get a booth review on it. But I thought the, the kid was out of bounds when, when we tackled him there, but he kept the clock run, so that made us waste a, a time out there. I didn't I didn't like that. The refs were – I mean, I don't like playing games on refs, but they had a couple of shaky moments. Uh, they had a couple of shaky moments today. How many flags did they pick up? Three? Yeah, the one on the sideline where they said um, that the hit was originally made inbounds and ridden out oh, yeah. was totally false because I was in the stadium and they played the stadium replay and slowed it down. There was 100% a late hit out of bounds. That was a bad call. I can remember right off the top of my head. Yeah, and speak- ESPN guys. Yeah. yeah he, I mean, yeah, in a replay on television. He was he was four yards out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. And um, on the flip side, though, kudos to East Carolina. If you if you remember, the first flag on East Carolina was thrown with seven twenty three or seven twenty four on the clock in the fourth. So they played a, well, a pr- oh, yep. pretty clean game. They did, they did. But I thought, I mean, listen, there was a couple plays. It probably was the difference in the game. The, the one Holton threw long to the I think we were backed up and he threw long if Holton leads him just a little bit more I think it was Winstead maybe it would have been he might have it might have been a 99 yard touchdown he just he had to come back for it a little bit but um yeah it was a tough game I mean I I was you know I I was a kicker in high school and I, I kicked my freshman year and um yeah, I like to be in the center of the field. <laughs> what what I say, Clip? Never. A, bad angle. I'll bad angle. angle. So, bad angle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just screaming. Bad angle. Bad angle. If you're a, a right footed kicker, that's the last thing you want. You want to hook. You'd rather be on the other hash mark and hook it in rather than because you're always. I mean, more times than not, you're going to push that ball, and that's exactly what Owen Daffer did. Yeah, it did. And I, I didn't like that. I mean, I get it. I didn't like that clock management there at the end. Thank God Holton had his wits about him. But I don't I, – you know, you know, Holton was trying to get those plays in. They were they were taking a minute. And that clock – I mean, thank God NC State, uh, you know, they, they did us a favor and, and call, uh, called a couple timeouts there <laughs> uh, at the end there. But we'll be okay. Um, you know, a couple plays. Shout out to the defense. We got – some of the missed tackles were a little crazy, but I think uh, we'll be okay. I, st- I still say, um, 
uh, 9-4 and four with a bowl win this year. So, All right, we'll certainly take that. Thanks for the call, Pace. All right. Oh, uh, okay, goodness. I've been wanting to say this oh, for so goodness. long now. I didn't want to interrupt Pace. North I, Carolina oh, is so stupid for returning that onside for a touchdown because all it did was give Appalachian oh, State a chance my. to get the ball back, and they just drove down the field and scored a touchdown. Okay, it is sixty-three to sixty-one, and now they will go for two. Absolutely, North Carolina could have slid down after getting the onside, oh. but instead the guy runs it in to give App State more time. And before I could tell you all that, <laughs> they drove down the field and scored in two freaking plays. I tell you what, if you're an East Carolina fan and you're sick to your stomach right now, you could be a North Carolina fan and. You'd really be sick to your stomach if you're watching this game. Holy cow. 63. Gene Chizik. You want to talk wow. about people getting fired, losing scholarships? <laughs> All right. App State's going to go for two. Time and uh, we'll take a time. Okay. So, uh, Doug, we'll go. Can we get Doug up, Shirley? Doug in Greenville is up next. Hello, Doug. Hello. How are you? All right. Yeah. And sorry, this is the App State UNC postgame show just for the last couple seconds there. So, sorry about that. I get it. Uh, <laughs> as much as we like to say that East Carolina uh, had a tough opponent in NC State today, I think it's very fair to say that NC State had a very tough opponent in East Carolina. Um, I am a Pirate fan through and through, and I am extremely proud of the guys and the way we played. Um, competing uh, doesn't translate into wins and losses. Um, however, if you give that type of effort through the rest of the season, we're going to have some really, really special results from their team. Um, nothing should be left on the field uh, feeling uh, shameful as Pirate fans. This is the best our team has looked in the past four to five to six years. So uh, I'm, I'm very hopeful in what we saw today, and those guys deserve a lot of credit. And thankfully, uh, Johnson is back. It was great to see him back in his element. He was great. C.J. Johnson uh, was awesome today. All right, uh, Doug, appreciate the call, man. Thank you. Yeah, just uh, just for reference purposes, C.J. Johnson, leading receiver today, six receptions, 90 yards, one touchdown. Shirley Rhodes wins fantasy, but i tell you what, uh, Winstead dropped a couple, but he's yeah, he, a man, he good. He and good. I like him a lot. And he's uh, he's gonna have a big year. Ryan Jones East picked Carolina. up where he left off. He had some big plays too. He looked a little gimpy during the game. Well, he, got he hit did a couple times in that in the first half. I remember he he took a hit and kind of limped off. He actually called uh, for a substitution and limped over to the sideline. So, but man, he, he, he might have a little gimp. Talk about heart and oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <gasps> oh. And App State goes for Man. two twice. Okay, now Gutsy they can calls. kick another onside. Gutsy calls. Maybe North Carolina will return this one and they'll get the ball back again. I don't know if you can do that in nine <laughs> seconds. <laughs> uh, the NC State, very good tackling team. Uh, but late in the game, Rajay made a couple plays where he was able to get some extra yards. Mm-hmm. Ryan Jones did it. Pirates uh, fought their tails off today, man, and, and deserved a better result. All right, Luke, Kevin, Silas, we'll get to you when we return on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Clip Rock, Billy Weaver, and the crew here at Pirate Radio taking your calls until the last caller is served. More to go when we return after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Wild one uh, here in the East, the wild one in the West. East Carolina loses by one, missed extra point, missed field goal at the end of the game. App State loses by two after failing on two two-point conversions in about a 30-second span. 
And uh, Mac Brown is smiling at the end of this one because his team won 63-61 to 61 mm. on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Uh, everybody is uh, down at this moment. We've Chris wanted to know if he could get a lower the headgear to cheer him up. Could you? Do you have one in you? Uh, yeah, Holt Nailers. You got to lower the headgear. I, I just That's picked out you, Holton, yeah. Holton for. Uh, no, you know what? I think if uh, on that, um, what was it, first or second goal from the one, we're Holton threw it to CJ. If CJ lowers uh, the headgear, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe he gets in there instead. Uh, Pirates able to throw it in. Couldn't run it in today. Couldn't run uh, at all against that state defense. No, Hol- Holton was actually the team's leading uh, rusher. Today. Kyle in Lagrange, Silas, Kevin, hang on. We'll start this uh, segment with Luke in Winterville. Hey, Luke. Hey, guys. How you doing, man? Yeah, it could be better. Could be worse, but could be better. I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, I would challenge uh, Pirate Nation to, uh, you know, tighten the chin strap. And, you know, I was very impressed today, meaning uh, I've been a Pirate fan for a, a lot of years. And, you know, usually our problem is the defense is on the field forever, you know, and the defense showed up today. Um, I was very impressed with the defense, very impressed with the overall effort, and, um, you know, I'm I'm proud to be a Pirate today. Now, the it didn't go in our favor, and, you know, yeah, it's real easy to point fingers at the kicker, but, you know, I challenge Pirate Nation to, you know, we're all Pirates. I am very proud of our team today. Um, I don't know if anybody saw it, but even uh, Mr. Herbstreet picked the Pirates today for the super underdog on game time. Uh, game day, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, I'm really pr- proud to be a Pirate. So I think we've got a lot of good things going forward this season. Um, very very proud of uh, of the play calling, except for uh, what was it that one play where it was all either hot routes or you know down the field. We should we should have done something different. But, on the uh, fourth down, yeah. yeah, yeah, on the fourth down. But um, you know, I'm I'm very excited about this season. You know, I hate that uh, um, we still. It doesn't matter what. Um, and I'm a little biased, but it doesn't matter what, if it's on ESPN or if it even is, isn't televised, we never get the, the quote-unquote home calls. And what I mean by that, it, a previous caller had said today, you know, there was three calls that were blatant. I mean, you know, if you don't know much about football, those three calls should have been called and they were taken back. And so, you know, that that frustrates me. But, you know, like I said, proud to be a pirate today. Um, the effort and and lastly the um I don't know if I'm describing it correctly, but the football IQ in the past we've made so many errors, whether whether it was emotional, um, just you know, just stupid stuff meaning like, you know, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, holding when we didn't need to, any of that. And, like, I was so proud today because it seemed like we took a huge step in. Um, there was plenty of times where we could have easily been weak 
and done something, and we didn't. We didn't have our first penalty to what the fourth quarter, and that you know speaks volume. So, yeah, Luke. Yeah, good call. Appreciate you tuning in today to the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show, and, and good points all around. I mean, East Carolina toe to toe with NC State. The execution wasn't always there. Holden Aylers made a couple of really bad throws yeah, that were yeah. picked off. We had drops. Uh, we had, you know, the, the block punt. Mike Houston, I just saw a quote from him, says there was a missed block on that, but Larson still should have got it off in time. Yep. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there was a, a lot to clean up. But, man, the fight to, to stop them twice at the goal line, I mean, that's unheard of. So, a lot, again, to uh, to be positive about, but uh, still – makes you feel like crap after the game yeah but i i do agree with it It was a clean football game um wasn't a whole lot of penalties on really on either side there were some that should have been more called on on north carolina state i agree with that 100 percent. and this is the game that sets up to be ugly because it's a rival game it's the first one of the season it's a jam-packed crowd kudos to east carolina for keeping their heads about them not getting into that kind of situation where you've got 15 yard penalties unsportsmanlike um you know targeting which probably should have been one called on north carolina state but kudos to east carolina they played a clean football game today all right, 317-1250. By the way, Jackson just yanked another scholarship. The Cincinnati kicker missed a chip shot, yep. and yep. he's gone. He's gone. A lot like Jackson, he might leave the game early, the Cincinnati game early. Mm-hmm. All right, Kevin is up next in Jacksonville. Hey, Kevin. Uh, well, I think it was a good game. Um, you know, everybody's getting down the kicker. I think the key point of this game was when that field goal oh no the the uh the punt was blocked for the touchdown that was that was it that is the turning point of this game he was lackadaisically going to the right and he just you know let me kick it over here and it was in there for a touchdown that was the that was the reason we lost this game. Well, I, I've always, I felt like the whole game that that's the, that you're not going to make that seven points up, and East Carolina no. did the best they could. But I mean, I agree. At that point, it's just so deflating that you're toe to toe, you're even with them, yep, yep. and and that happens, and it's just tough to to fight back and make up for. East Carolina was able to do it, but again, wipe that one off the board. We're talking about a win if the score stays the same. So yeah, and I, you know what, I blame the call in that situation because in a punting situation, when you're deep in your own territory, it's a straight-on punt. You don't go to a rugby-style punt. That's only in positive yardage situations. If you're on your on your own forty and anywhere beyond on the fifty their territory anywhere, then you can roll out on a rugby-style punt. Give your coverage time uh, team to get have extra time to get down there and down the ball. Not in that situation. If you're inside your own 20 or 30-yard line, it's a it's a regular two-step punt, kick, get the ball out of there. That didn't happen. That's what that 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 is exactly what was the game. So, there we go. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it, man. Let's uh stay on the Pit Electric live line. Pit Electric is hiring. You can Join their team. Go to pitelectric.com. Silas is up in Greenville. Hey, Silas. Hey, how's it going? All right. 
Hey, um, I thought the defense played really well. I know I'm probably not saying anything that's been said, but the moment that really made me jump out of my chair today was that fourth down goal line stand where they just drove him back to the 20. And I think if we're going to build off anything from this game, it's that moment because we gave them 11 points in special teams. And I think that's why this game, I don't feel angry after this game. I just kind of feel sick as I'm sitting there watching the time run out. And I think any time you lose on special teams, that's the feeling that you get. But it's, um, I love the defensive intensity, um, their mental toughness, because they got down to the one-inch line on that huge run, and that was the game. And they came back, and they, they drove them back from that point and put them back in the game. So I know everyone's um, going to be mad at Daffer, but um, I also felt like if there's a critique, they really didn't set him up for success. He was already mentally not ready to kick that kick, I don't think, at the end of the game. I, yeah, I mean, I, so when Billy said, I hope he gets a chance to win it here, Chandler and I both said at the same time, I'll take a touchdown. Well, we no, would I, I would have. But, and I, he might have overcompensated, and maybe that's why he pushed the last one because he yeah. was thinking about the previous one too much. So Yeah, but kickers miss kicks. Like, Adam Vinatieri was a failure in the 90s until he became a hero in the 2000s. That's just the fact. If he wants to look up, you know, kickers, kickers miss kicks, and then they become heroes because two weeks later they make a huge kick. That's just what it is. You got to set them up for success. I thought they really had to get the ball inside the twenty, and they had to get it lined up on center. And I didn't think he was going to make that last kick. I don't know why anybody expected that he would. Man, if Ailers could have got a couple more yards, oh, yeah. got that first mm-hmm. down, clock stops, and then yeah, well, I still well, don't know if you well, would have time to well, get the ball in the middle of the but field. But still, I think you, that's the thing. I think you have time to do is get the ball in the middle of the field. And I yeah, think maybe but the that's clock's going to keep running if you do that, though. Yeah, that's true. So that's I don't true. know if you would have had time anyway. Yeah, yeah. I know they were trying not to give the ball back to NC State, and I get that. But I think that they had to be more aggressive and moving the ball farther downfield. Um, it just felt like we were setting it up from a field goal from the beginning. If that was an NC State coach, that's exactly what I would have wanted to see. But I mean, Daffer just needs to keep his heads up because in three weeks from now, he's going to be kicking the game winner. And, you know, this is all going to be in the past. So um, it's a hard job. I think there's nothing good that can really happen to you as a kicker. No. It sucks. He did, he had a horrible game. There's nothing around that. But, you know, he just got to keep his head up. We shouldn't be yanking his scholarship. We should be yanking the uh, tickets out of fans in the second quarter. <laughs> so, my opinion. <laughs> all right. Uh, appreciate it, Silas. Thanks for calling, man. All right, 317-1250. Good to hear from Kyle in LaGrange. Kyle, what's up, man? Oh, man, Cliff. Uh, I'll tell you what. uh, Probably the most emotional loss I've ever experienced. Uh, You know, um, I don't don't cry after losses normally. Uh, I've cried after a few wins. First time I've ever cried after a loss. I just, yeah, you know what's going on with me. And uh, got a lot of emotions on my mind right now, and that that just ripped the heart out of me. you know, anybody who's going to be negative on Owen Dapper, um, I understand it. But, you know, I, I I don't think too many grown men are going to do anything stupid on Twitter or anything like that. But I would challenge the students to be mature. And uh, remember, that kid didn't intentionally miss those kicks. Um, a whole lot of people contributed to, to put us in a position to win. And a whole lot of people contributed in us losing the game. Special teams just today were, were atrocious. From the block punt, missed field goal, uh, missed PAT, uh, I, I couldn't tell. But the, the announcer said the laces were in. I don't really know how much that affects the PAT. I, 
I ain't never been a kicker. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't have had a chance at the end to win it, and he didn't get it done, such as it is. You know, last year at Navy, he was the hero. And as people have mentioned, sometimes you're going to be the hero, sometimes you're not, and today he's not. And I'm sure if there's anybody feels worse than me, it's Owen. And uh, so he just keeps it up. And going to need him next weekend against a good old Dominion team. You know, he beat Virginia Tech last night. Uh, this fire team has a lot of heart, man. Defense, you can't say nothing bad. Defense played their asses off. The goal line stands were – I haven't seen us have goal line stands like that since the Skip Holtz days. This defense is for real. Keep in mind, people, this is the 13th ranked team in the country, picked second in the ACC. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, if they're the 13th best team in the country, then we're the 14th best team in the country. If they're the second best team in the ACC, then we're the third best team if we were in the ACC. I mean, we played with them toe for toe. You know, we couldn't run the ball on their D-line at times, but there at the end, Rasha Harris has some big runs. Uh, I would have liked to see them throw the ball to Keaton a little more. You saw what happened when we did there towards the end. He had the big run down the sidelines. Would have liked to have seen more of that. Um, and I'm sure we will in the weeks going forward. Holton, second half, played his ass off. A couple of bad throws in the first half. Um, I have no doubt this is going to be an amazing football season. This one just hurts as bad as any loss I've ever felt. And like I said, part of it's football, part of it's personal. And uh, I don't know. I, I wish we could go ahead and play Old Dominion uh, now. Um, I'm sure the team don't. And uh, they got to get out. They got to get over this one. This is one that it worries me a little bit. Um, ODU beat Virginia Tech last week. From coming here with a lot of positive momentum. Um, kids are resilient, but this is going to be a tough one to get over. And uh, I just hope they can in a hurry to get ready for the Monarchs. Because you know that's really all you can do is go win the next one. Uh, it hurts, stinks, sucks, whatever adjective you choose to use to describe how you feel right now. But I don't know. Move on to the Monarchs, and um, everybody keep your heads up. Go Pirates. Kyle, man, uh, we're thinking about you. Hope you uh, hope everything goes all right with you, man. There's uh, Kyle in LaGrange uh, joining us. And, uh, yeah. Now, I do have to say, you know, as many – we've all said the same thing. Defense played great today. But let me tell you what, Blake Harold's in there talking to his team right now or will be talking to his team this week. And he's not going to give them a whole lot of accolades. He's going to say, you know, we've got some things to clean up. Third and 16, third and 15, yeah. third and 12, third and 10. I can remember off the top of my head four third and double digits that they gave up big first downs on, and they were crossing routes over the middle. You got to tighten up on that. You really do. So the defense did play extremely well today because, you know, they played well down on the goal line. He is going to be one of those that's going to say, hey, Look, you can you can pat yourself on the the shoulders all you want. We still got some stuff to do on defense, and that's you know getting rid of the long, uh, giving up long yardage plays on on third down. I do want to make uh, one point. And I don't know if you've made this point yet because, and if you have, I apologize because I've been answering phones. But uh, when you're talking about the defense, you're talking about taking on the 13th ranked possibly best NC State football team that they have garnered here in a long, long time and didn't allow a single point in the second half. Yeah. They scored all of their points in the first yeah. half and then they shut them down in the second day, in the second half. And really that, you know, I, I really think that that bears repeating because that is, well, a stat to consider. But, I mean, if you think about it, we, you know, we can talk about the goal line stand. We can talk about all these other things. But they did, you know, the defense would not allow them – 
uh, to score a point, and that gave us an opportunity to climb right back into that game. Oh, yeah. 317-1250, the number, Drew, Zach, Boshak, David, hang on. We will get to your calls when we return, and we're going to enjoy some Parker's Barbecue during the break. The fifth quarter fueled by Parker's Barbecue. They have meeting rooms. You can uh, have big lunches, big dinners there, party room. Also, they deliver bulk orders on game day. Parker's Barbecue ships nationwide so you can enjoy parkers no matter where you are they ship so you can enjoy your queue and we're enjoying it today here on the fifth quarter we're back with more calls after this you're listening to the u.s cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show here's clip brock Back with you on the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show. Give us a call, 317-1250. Lines locked and loaded right now. Just saw former Pirate Dakota Marshall in the parking lot. And he's sick, I'm sick, and we got to talk. And I said, Dakota, were you on the teams with uh, with Ben Hartman? And he said, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we just kind of looked at each other shook our heads and he drove off and i walked inside <laughs> kickers man it happens yeah it yeah, happens it happens but good to see uh never happened Dakota. with kevin miller though never Pro- not that i can remember most so- he he in my mind uh and i may be wrong there may be somebody may be correcting me but just off the top of my head i can't ever remember kevin miller missing a clutch kick I really right. can't. If, if somebody if somebody can remember one, please tell me. Well, good for him. <laughs> Makes me feel great right now. All right, Drew, Zach. That's my guy, man. Boshak. Uh, hang on. David's up in Farmville. Hey, David. Hey, guys. Um, first off, uh, let me just uh, do a shout-out to Kyle. Uh, Kyle, uh, uh, we're behind you, man. We've got prayers going. Uh, hope you get well soon. Um just a couple of things. Uh, one, uh, it was hot. Um, concessions still have a little bit of work to do in the upper deck. Um, they didn't run out of supplies, but the lines are just horrendous. But uh, they should expect, you know, if you got 50,000 people, uh, I guess 10 of them or so are in the upper deck, maybe 12. But uh, just need a little bit better work there. Um, all in all, I mean, look, I, I honestly, I, di- I didn't expect us to win. Um, I think the team showed a lot of heart. Uh, those defensive stops on the goal line were incredible. Um, uh, just really, really a lot of heart. Um, if you go back, uh, the, the, the first interception, Ehlers underthrew the ball. Um, the second interception, he had a guy wide open on the 10 yard line, overthrew him. Um, you know, then you had the, the punt. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, I feel bad for Daffer, but, uh, you know, he, he'll, he'll find it. And, uh, I just, you know, we had we had opportunities to win this game. Um, I, you know, you're just going to have to build on it. Um, hopefully, maybe this will propel them. Uh, I, I agree with you guys. If if they're the 13th ranked team in the nation, uh, I think we're pretty darn good. And um, now it's just got to go keep working hard and get some wins and uh, and play well. But the one guy I want to call out, um, I tell you what, man, Winstead is the deal. Um, I like his moxie. Uh, uh, he's got really good hands. It took him a little while to get going, but uh, I like his hands. I like uh, Kerry King. Um, I think we got a really good team, 
Um, now let's just find a way to move forward with it. So uh, I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate it. All right, David. Yeah, good call. And uh, I agree with Winstead. like him a lot. And, and somebody pointed out earlier, but good to see the old C.J. Johnson back as well. Billy ran over his numbers on the UB stat sheet earlier. Uh, but that catch-and-run touchdown was a mm-hmm. thing of beauty early in the game. And as you said, almost had his second touchdown. Uh, but Scott lowered the headgear there. Ended up going to uh, Shane Calhoun, <laughs> which uh, Bryce Williams was excited about seeing a number 80 tight end get in the end zone today. All right, 317-1250. Bo Shack is in New York. Hello, Bo Shack. How you doing? I'm going to keep it short and sweet. First off, that's unfortunate circumstances in that game. Second, you got to make that kick. And third of all, we got a bright future ahead. Go Pirates. Now, that's the kind of call I like. Yes, sir. Short and sweet. Made us to the points. point. Thank you, Bo Shack. And he, uh, if you missed the game for some reason and you're just tuning in, he just summed it up for you. That's right. That's right there. E- easy summary right there. All right. Uh, Zach is up next in Greenville. Hey, Zach. How y'all doing this afternoon? Not bad under the circumstances. I got you. Well, I'm feeling sick in my stomach right now. I'm outside Buffalo Wild Wings about to get me some wings. You know, the team played great. I feel bad that we all lost the way we did, but the students showed up good, and we played a good game. And I think we're going to win the conference this year. Go Pirates. Uh, that is a uh, – I like that call. Sick to my stomach. We're still going to have a good year. And I'm still going to eat wings. <laughs> and I'm going to eat wings. We are eating <laughs> Parker's Barbecue. So when you ask how we're doing, right now I'm full – Oh, and I'm definitely I, look, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fat guy. I, I shouldn't. Talk, I think you're fluffy. I shouldn't talk about what other people eat, but you should have seen what Billy was eating in here earlier. I know he look was. At, look eating, at me. I'm getting like, a little fluffy. I mean, good, you should be. You like tripled on the desserts. All right. Hey, uh, what's wrong with a Krispy Kreme donut on top of, of banana, banana pudding? pudding? I oh, mean, who hasn't done that? What Come a on. move! What a pro Come move. on. All right, Drew is up in Texas. In Texas, hey Drew. Hey, how's it going? Proud alumni, uh, ECU over here in Texas. Um, just wanted to call in and, uh, you know, obviously not to reiterate, the defense was amazing. You know, a lot of heart in the group, and I think they really are going to be the heart and soul of this team. Um, you know, I felt like Holton did a good job as far as, you know, kind of displaying that heart as well. But, you know, he, he has the intangibles, but when it comes to throwing the ball, I mean, anything over 15 yards, he has to put so much air on it that I felt like the safeties were able to come up in coverage. And then I just wanted to state, you know, the disappointment that, that kind of came from this. You know, for as much as we've heard about Mason Garcia and, you know, kind of having that depth at quarterback where he is supposedly fully mature, why not, when we're playing an ACC opponent, put Holton out there and let him truly run the ball? If you look at the success we had in the second half, he ran the ball. There was actually plays where you could tell, hey, that was just a QB draw, and we had a lot of success. Another thing that I was kind of disappointed uh, disappointed in as far as, you know, Keaton, you know, it, it was almost like DeMarco Murray when he got traded to the Eagles. You know, the formation just didn't work for him. So my question is, you know, even though Houston, Mike Houston has done an unbelievable job at halftime adjustments, and he still did that today, why not incorporate some speed options? You have a mobile quarterback, and we're not affecting the flat and they are just beating up our A, a gaps, our B gaps, and we're not running the ball worth anything. A speed option really could, could have broke the game over. Um, and also just to give a, a, a positive spin on, on the whole Owen Dapper situation. 
if he makes that PAT, we could easily be having a call-in show where NC State kicks a field goal on us and wins the game 24-21. I think because Owen missed that PAT, State came out very conservative and actually allowed us to get the ball back. It wasn't the poetic justice that we wanted, but you know you got to take that in consideration. And you know, just to leave it on a positive note, I'm very grateful that ODU beat Virginia Tech. They are they have our full attention. I think if we were playing Campbell in week two, it'd be a letdown. But because we're playing Old Dominion next week, we get to one and one. Let's keep keep it going. All right, thanks, Drew. Good call. I love uh, ECU next week. Old Dominion, you talk about a letdown spot coming to Greenville after that win. I, I love the Pirates' chances uh, next week. Oh, yeah, like like Drew said, they, you know, they've got East Carolina's full attention. Uh, to Drew's point, though, about um, letting Holt Nailers run a little bit more, there is a reason that uh, the coaches don't want him to run as much as he would like to run. Bottom line is Holt Nailers has no regard for his physical body. He will go out there and he'll run and he'll take a shot. He is not afraid to take a shot. As a result today, if you remember when he went out for that one play, it's being reported now that he actually popped his shoulder out of joint. I don't know if they call it a separated shoulder or what you call it. They popped it back in. He went back out. I've seen that personally with with Holt Nailers. When he was at D.H. Connolly High School, he dislocated his finger on his throwing hand. I saw them physically pop it back in to joint on the sidelines. He went back out there and threw three more touchdown passes in that game and Connolly won. He is tough as nails. He'll go out there and he'll put his body on the line. And I think that's probably why the coaches are like, look, we, we can't just give him full reign to run all the time because if so he's going to end up getting out there out there getting hurt so i i I get that all right uh we got lines locked and loaded we'll take another break spencer jeff anthony joe hang on we're getting to you when we return on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show you can visit one of ecu graduate brandon uh tate's u.s sailor locations and experience the high standard of customer service next to Little Caesars on Charles Boulevard in Greenville in front of Lowe's on Memorial Drive in Greenville next to Walmart on 10th Street in Greenville and the U.S. Sailor Store in the Greenville Mall behind Chick-fil-A. A lot more to go. We're back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. Well, if I can get my mic to turn on. All right, games that are going on right now in top 25 play. Number 11, Oregon is trailing uh, number 3, Georgia, 21-3 in the second quarter. Oklahoma leads UTEP 21-10 in the second Number 24, Houston, is trailing Texas San Antonio 14-7 with about six minutes to go in the first half. Number 19, Arkansas, leads number 23, Cincinnati 7-0 in the second quarter. And it is uh, number 16, Miami, leading Bethune-Cookman 28-9. And UCLA beating up on Bowling Green 31-17 in the third quarter. And that is a look 
at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Brought to you by the Buck, your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in eastern North Carolina. They are open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night along with football. Follow the Buck on Facebook and Instagram for updated schedules, and we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back in to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, I'm uh, eating some banana pudding live on the air. No, you're not. Because I'm grown. I can do it all. No, no, you're not. That's not what that is. What is it? It's Nanner Pudding. Nanner Pudding. Nanner Pudding. From Parker's Barbecue. That's some good stuff. Un, I mean, an unknown, a hidden gem at Parker's. Check it out after mm. you destroy the barbecue and chicken and all that. Thanks to Parker's uh, for our awesome post-game food here on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Calling Show. All right, Joe, Anthony, Jeff, hanging on the Pit Electric Live line. We will start with Spencer in uh, Washington. Hey, Spencer. Hey, guys. I just want to apologize for my voice, first off. Lost it about midway through the second quarter due to the defense's efforts. I thought all the guys, they played a great game. You know, they just, they really played their hearts out. I mean, particularly the defensive line just really played hard. But, you know, a subject I do want to profound upon is the fact that we lost water in our section midway through the second quarter. And just in no circumstance should that ever be acceptable. I mean, we had four minutes left, and they were out of all water. So, I mean, I just want to end off on that note and go Pirates. All right. Thanks for the call, Spencer. Uh, heard complaints about that. Sounds like Woodstock 99 out there. I don't know if you saw that documentary. I did. I watched that. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, when Limp Biscuit was on. That was and not to get a sidetrack here, but the promoter blaming Limp Biscuit for people starting to ride is kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I what did, did he think they were going to do up there? I did like somebody had said said made a comment on that documentary. Said, "Wait a minute, Limp Biscuit does what Limp Biscuit does. What do you think? That's like that's like asking a lion not to eat a gazelle. The song is called Break <laughs> Stuff. It's I not know. called Fix Things." <laughs> Well, not just that, but I watched the documentary as well. I just love the fact that the guy that promoted it and the guy that that was trying to put this whole thing together basically absolved himself of all yeah. responsibility. Oh, oh, yeah. He was I mean, like, oh, it's not yeah, my fault. Not my not fault, my fault that not stuff my fault. happened the way yeah. that it did. I didn't know Rage Against the Machine and Corn and Limp Biscuit were going to play that kind of music. <laughs> yeah. All right. people all I didn't up. know that Corn was going to create like a human wave. Yeah. Just... And I didn't know there were going to be 50,000 people at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium on a 90 degree day and that we would need water. Didn't know that. Thanks for tying that back in. Bring, we yeah, bring about. in 30 trucks of water if you have to. We went through this a few years ago yeah. when it was 100 degrees like was it tulsa there was an app state game that app state it was I, I don't remember which who tulsa the opponent was, on the was sunday that might have been that on I, the first week it might have been that one i too. just remember it was 104 degrees or whatever it is and people were passing out and there was no water then learn from your mistakes all right 317-1250 lines locked and loaded let's go to jeff in louisiana hello jeff hey what's up fellas what's uh, up? good news is my navy contract is over uh, in December, so I get to go back home to North Carolina and away from this godforsaken place. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations to you, Jeff. You're coming to an ECU game, right? Right, yeah. I'm an ECU alum, uh, you know, diehard. And uh, they got purple and gold here, but it's the, the wrong purple and gold with the Tigers of LSU. But, you know, I'll have that argument another, another time. Uh, the lousier news, I hate to lose this way, and especially to those guys. But you know what? I, I'm finding myself heartbroken but not disgusted. Uh, like, 
I have been years and years and years uh, coming. So I will say that that goal line stop is going to get me hyped uh, in the gym for time and time, you know, to come. So uh, I think that Owen, I hate, I'm sure how Owen feels right now, but, you know, it is what it is, you know, lock in for next week. But uh, I'm heartbroken, but not disgusted. So that's got to mean something. So thanks, guys. Have a great show. I, I like that jeff uh put that fourth down stop on a loop and just pump some yeah, iron that's right yeah work out uh, that's cool i like that all right jeff in louisiana 317-1250 pit electric live line we go to anthony in greenville hey anthony hey man what's going on how are you guys hey, going good anthony are you a pro wrestler if not you should be brother no. <laughs> Come on, let me tell you about this game here today, brother. It was hot as hell outside. There was no water. There were 51,000 fans in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, and we we rely on a dang kicker. Come on, man. Is that good enough for you? That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you guys are back on the air, and I got to see Troy D. But I just wanted to say our defense, man, I, didn't, I knew we were good, but I did not realize our defense was that good, and I think we're going to need that next week against ODU, because I think uh, I, 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 yeah, that, that's going to be a tough game next week. It I, is. I tell you what, you've got to do a promo for us, man. That's awesome. Your voice is incredible. Now, is it just because you were yelling today, or is that how you always sound? No, that's how I always sound. That's awesome. You got I love your voice, man. It's you awesome. got to start ending sentences with brother. Yeah, you, you got to, brother. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Nah, look, ODU, I said it last night after the game. I think that was the best result for, for East Carolina next week is ODU winning partying on the field they're still partying right now hopefully they party till wednesday or thursday and, and are hungover coming to Greenville. yeah have a letdown and another thing too brought up by a caller and you weave that that also gets east carolina's attention that hey oh, yeah absolutely. If for any reason you thought it was a walkover it's certainly not going to be so yeah i like the uh, i like the pirates chances a lot next week well thank you guys we'll see you next weekend hey please call in there's anthony and yes. greenville yeah brother. we won't forget you we had uh, Brock Anderson, AEW wrestler, on the pregame I heard show. that. I heard that. I was listening to that. That's awesome. And we just had Anthony, pro wrestler, here on the postgame. Nice. So I like how that worked out. All right, 317-1250, Pit Electric Live Line. Joe is up in Greenville. Hey, Joe. Hey, guys. I was just going to call. As far as the football team, the coaches, the cheerleaders, everybody there, I'm going to give them an A. I know we made a mistake, but I'm going to give them an A. But whoever is in charge of concessions should come on the radio and take responsibility. It is over and over and over again a problem. And if you can't fix it, then find somebody who can. You had people leaving the game because they couldn't get water. D.A.D., Somebody needs to answer to the problem because I believe I heard the AD say this week they had the problem solved. Well, I hate to tell you they didn't because it was a pitiful effort. Thanks, guys. All right, All right thank you. Thanks for the call. To me, it comes down to simple math. Okay, how many does how many people does the stadium hold, and then multiply that by how many waters or drinks or whatever that you think have enough. I mean, it's it's simple economics. I don't know what the issue was. Uh, well, probably after all the complaints online on this show, everywhere, uh, direct emails, probably. I'm sure we'll get some kind of statement on it. But 
uh that is not the first call we've had it's not the first time i heard that today and, and we've experienced yeah. I, I, some of the I ticket stuff it. and the lines uh, well well that. when we first got into the game as as a matter of fact while i was doing the pregame show with you on the radio i was in line to get water my wife came and i gave her the money to get uh to get the waters I wanted two of the big 20-ounce waters, the big ones. She said they didn't have them there. They only got the little ones, and they would not take cash at that time. They only took credit cards. Then later in the game, they only took cash because the credit card machine was down. It was a debacle from the beginning of the game. It doesn't make any sense. All right, 317-1250. Randy, Matt, and Mary hang on. Uh, We have lines locked and loaded on the pit electric live line we'll continue to take your calls until the last caller is served on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show we'll be back with more after we eat more parkers after this You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. <laughs> Are you back, Clip? I think Clip. Did, did you have to go to the bathroom after that banana pudding? Is that what? It, and we're back. And we're back. Three one seven twelve fifty. The number. Thought I was going to have to take over the show. Could you do that? Uh, I have no broadcasting experience. I'm, I'm relying on. <laughs> You're the a poop guy. What do you I'm know a poop about guy? <laughs> the media? I sell poop medication. I have no idea how to broadcast. All right, uh, calls are flying in. We're locked and loaded once again, so we'll uh, clean off these lines and let you get in. Johnny, Randy, and Matt hanging on, and Mary is up on the pit electric live line. Mary, Mary, why you bugging? Hello, Mary. Hey, guys. What is it? Billy, can you turn I'm your tr- old man, can you please turn your volume off your phone? Hey, hey Gramps. All I'm right. trying to. Mary. <laughs> okay, sorry. Mary, are you with us? Mary, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Mary? Yes. Sir. Oh, there you are. Hey, Mary. Hey. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know that the kicker did his best. You should all support him. Go Pirates. Thank you all for right. the message, you, Mary. Mary. You got to support him. He's a pirate. That's right. He's going to come through later on this year with a kick, and Mary gets it. Absolutely. Listen, listen to the kids. That's right. Listen to the kids. All right, Matt is up next in Greenville. Hey, Matt. 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 All right, Matt's gone. 317-1250. Let's go to Randy in Greenville. Hey, Randy. What is happening? Can y'all not hold on through the break? Are y'all impatient? You part of this me society where you got to have everything instantly now, now, now? Right now. Right Come now. Got to have it right now. Let's try Johnny in Greenville. Hello, Johnny. Cliff. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. We got all them soccer stadiums in Greenville. <laughs> <laughs> they can't trim a extra point. Come on, guys. We got to start scouting the soccer fields, Johnny, you think? Man, I mean, it reminds me of the Dean Hartman days. You need to drive through the Arby's on 10th Street and, you know, be telling what you wanted on the 
you know, roast beef sandwich, and all of a sudden you see a football get shanked off your damn uh, windshield. I mean, come on, guys. I was wondering where he was going with that. <laughs> yeah, he took us for a ride there, but he landed it. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember the days? They got to shank one now. He would take it. Yeah. The defense looked good today. The other guy took my thunder. The, I talked to the head, one of the head managers for Aramark Services today. They are the ones that uh, run the whole show there at the stadium. I said, let me tell you something, buddy. I'm not trying to put you down, but I know y'all have debriefs after games like this. I said, if I was the president of Pepsi Ball and Menchie's Coliseum, you'd be fired on Monday morning. If I was the president of the peanut sales, you'd be fired on Monday morning. And if I was the president of Anheuser-Busch, you would be gone tomorrow. They are, people are standing in long lines. Even in the Pirate Club VIP sections, ridiculously long lines to get simple things like a bottle of water. It is ridiculous, and we look like we can't host anybody in our stadium when it's big time. So that other caller was so much correct, and our AD needs to correct that. Somebody needs to correct that immediately. Immediately. It is so embarrassing that you can't get a Pepsi, peanuts, water, or Bud Light. But anyway, uh, it's just it's just sad that we, sh- we should have won that game today. We should have won that game. Uh, and I was telling somebody, and I hate to say this, Tell me one game that you remember in your pirate lore. Oh, man, I remember that Hulk Nagler's game when he came back and did this. You ain't got none of them. You got many Jeff Blakes. You got many uh, Shane Cardins. You know what I mean? You got the Dominique Davis's Hail Marys. But tell me one game that just stands out in lore. Today he should have grabbed it. He's a six-year senior, and it's just he, – he got us in a hole early with – some of them dumb uh, throws he threw and interceptions, but overall, I was very pleased. Uh, we're on the run. You better get my girlfriend Ray, Sherry Rose, and Power Radio Rocks. All right, Johnny. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Good to hear from you, man, for another football season. And always looking out for Shirley Rhodes uh, there, Johnny. That's like tipping the waitress, tipping the uh, yeah, bartender. Tip your bartender. You got to tip Shirley for right. uh, taking your call. That's right. All right, uh, Kenny Cameron, hang on. David is up next in Raleigh on the Pit Electric Live line. Hello, David. Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I thought, uh, you know, ECU looked pretty good today. Should have won it, except for this one kid named Dapper. That guy got to go. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't seen a point after attempt miss so bad, right? You'd have to miss it any worse. You would have to break the laws of physics. Like, I mean, it looked like a pass to the sideline, right? So he choked there. He choked uh, at the end to win the game, right? I mean, it wasn't a give-me field goal, right? But that was like, I mean, you at this level, you need to uh, expect out of your kicker in clutch situations that they're going to be able to make plays like that, right? The rest of the right. really put out. The, the East Carolina defense really put out. I mean, they look like studs on the on the goal line, right? Um, right. So, I mean, kudos to them. But that kicker situation has got to change. 
And I, I, you know what? I give Owen a pass on the extra point, man. I'm telling you, kicking the laces, you have no idea where that ball's going when you kick the laces. I know this for a fact. Um, I'm giving him a pass on that one. That's not his fault. I know everybody's going to want to blame Owen Daffer. It's easy to blame the kickers. Um, it really is. And and you know what? And then once he misses that, he knows that he put his, his, his team in a bad situation. He goes back out there. And once you get into the head of a kicker, I mean, it's, it's tough sledding. It really is. Kickers are mental. They really are. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but I mean, you know, they're like golfers. Uh, if you're not mentally into the game, if you're not mentally in your swing, it can affect you tremendously and after he missed that extra point man I think it just got into his head and that's why he missed the 41 yarder at a tough angle at the end I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be down on the kicker I'm really not uh, I mean I, I I don't know man I mean you know Ehlers he had some bad throws he shook it off yeah got his head back in the game yep made it happen Right, I think the kicker should be expected to do that too. Right, and yeah, yeah. If you're talking about early in the game, but you're talking about with two and a half, three minutes left in the game, so he doesn't have time to collect his thoughts about him. Now, I will say that the best athletes in the world that I've ever seen have the shortest memories, and in a situation like that, the kicker has got to have a short memory. He's got to erase it from his mind immediately. But that's easier said than done. Yeah. No. Well, I I, I hear what you're saying, but that, I, I think beyond any shadow of a doubt. The best player for NC State was Daffer today. But that's all I got to say. <laughs> gotcha. All right, David. Thanks for the call, man. 317-1250, Pit Electric Live Line. We got a couple of lines open for the first time today, so you can jump in if you want to. Let's go to Cameron in Greenville. Hey, Cameron. Cliff, how about them Pirates? I'm heartbroken today, man, but we outplayed them on offense. We outplayed them on defense. We just didn't outplay them on special teams. That uh, block punt for touchdown killed us. Not even going to blame Daffer. Um, listen, I'm not. I'm not going to say State's overrated. I don't think State's overrated. I think we are underrated. I think we are underrated. We have the next six games that are winnable for us. Let's win all of them. Let's go six and one when we play uh, UCF. Uh, I, I, I'm looking at our schedule. The way if we play like we did the day defensive wise, I only see two teams: uh, Houston and BYU, or three teams: Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati is, is the only other games I think we, we could lose. I mean, the Pirates are back. State didn't win this game today. ECU lost. Can't blame Owen Daffer. I, I don't have a problem with that. Special teams win ball games. But listen, one thing I do have a problem with, why did we play conservative the last drive when we had a chance to win the game? Why do we stop passing the ball? I don't understand that. I get you're trying to waste the clock, not get the ball back to Leary. We should have kept throwing it, trying to go for a touchdown, not a field goal. But, hey, Life's not easy being a pirate, guys. I'm telling you, we can win the next six games. Wouldn't shock me at all if we finish the season like nine and three or nine and four or something. Uh, we got a good team. Mike Houston's got this team on track. Go Pirates! All right, uh, thanks for the call, Cameron. They definitely went the conservative route at the end, Billy. To your credit, I mean, you were saying, "Hurry up! What are we doing? Let's go!" Let's, yeah, yeah. I was saying, "Relax. Let's let's set it up." I wanted here. to be more aggressive in that situation, yeah. and. Uh, I was I called the uh, quarterback draw. Yeah, but I was hoping they could have got enough, got the first down, and were able to, 
either spike it or maybe yeah. who knows take another shot at the end zone uh but at least be able to kind of relax there at the end i think state did ecu a favor taking that timeout. oh absolutely at the end absolutely ECU I, did I, a that, great that job me a little bit i will give them credit for the um what do you call it fire drill yeah whatever, hustle on, they got and, and you know what credit field. to holt nailers on that too because if you saw holt nailers was rushing the guys on the field he was running off the field yeah. uh and he knew the situation so kudos to him in that situation as well um but you know last caller had mentioned about you know tough games this year Cincinnati I tell you what if it comes down between the kicking game between ECU and Cincinnati I think ECU wins that one Cincinnati's kickers missed two field goals in the first half of this one scholarship yanked uh, yeah get them out of there done bye bye girl bye <laughs> Kenny in Blunt bye, Creek is up next hey Kenny hey Cliff hey Billy uh look uh been a long time since we walked in that stadium and it was uh, electric back to the, the the rafters uh great atmosphere hot as crap and bottom line is uh special teams lost the game today i mean you can't give up a block for a touchdown and the, the young man at the end of the game you know okay you missed the extra point to tie the game you come out and get a chance to redeem yourself and kick a nice field goal and you you uh you don't hit that have no problem with the conservative play calling at the end because you can't. You, you got to put yourself in a chance, a, a chance to win. We did. We didn't take the opportunity. But man, the team played lights out. Two goal line stands. I, dude, we should we should have had it. But hey, we, we got next week. Let's uh, tear this up, throw it in the trash, move on to next week. Go Pirates! And I uh, never lost the tailgate. Fire radio tailgate was awesome. All right, Kenny uh, in Blunt Creek. He was at the party, partying the other night. Yep. And, uh, just about a party. Man, I mean, we're talking about one kick at the end, and our entire moods are different right now. Oh, absolutely. And we're thinking sky's the limit. I do like the level-headedness of a lot of our callers that yep. say there's a lot of ball to be played uh, this season and a lot of good ball from East Carolina. Well, i tell you what, this might not be a very popular statement among the Pirate Nation, so listen carefully. Start rooting for NC State. We want NC State to be that 13th ranked team in the country because the worst thing that can happen for East Carolina, not the worst thing, but I'm always a proponent of if we lose tough to a team that's ranked, I want them to continue to do well. It only does well for us. You know, I, I think get it. Yeah, I get you it. get it. I mean, I know that's not a popular statement because there are going to be people that are going to call in and say, I'm never, ever, ever rooting for NC State. I'm I not. get it 100%. But let me tell you what, I like, you know, me, I like to see the teams that we play do well, period. Right. I don't care who it is. I, I'm pulling for 11 and 1, and, East, and NC State goes 1 and 11. So we take care of our own business. But I mean, I see what you're saying. Now I get that too. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a fully on board on, on that one too. It's kind of uh, whatever. If State loses, all right, that's cool. If they win, it does put a little more shine on us, I guess. But, I, yeah, I'm not rooting for them. I can tell you that. All right, uh, Jay, Jared, Black Pearl. Hang on, interesting name. All right, 317-1250, the number. I think we have one open line for trying to get in. Now's the time to do it. I'm hearing complaints about a bit busy signal. You damn millennials just don't understand why you can't get something right away. <laughs> we got intern Atticus. How do I call in? I said, use a telephone. Where, no, he, where's the back door line? He said, I call in and it says busy. Where's that back <laughs> door line? He just doesn't line? understand. He can't, he can't comprehend it to his young brain. 
right, 317-1250. We're back with more after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right. It is halftime in Arkansas, and the Razorbacks have a 14 to nothing lead over Cincinnati. And uh, UCLA leading Bowling Green 31-17. Miami not having a problem with Bethune-Cookman. 42-10 is that score there at the half. Uh, UTSA is still leading Houston 14-7 at the half. And Nebraska having all sorts of problems with North Dakota. They're tied at 7 at halftime. Uh, Georgia leading Oregon 28-3 at uh, the half. And Oklahoma uh, leads UTEP 28-10. And Tulsa hanging on to a three-point lead over Wyoming 20-17 in, uh, or excuse me, they have just gone into the locker room for halftime. Texas A&M uh, leads Sam Houston 24 to nothing. They just got the third quarter uh, underway after a lengthy delay, and South Florida and BYU uh, were supposed to kick off a couple, about two hours ago, but they haven't been able to play yet because of bad weather and uh, severe lightning in the area, so that game has been delayed. Finals from earlier today, Navy loses to Delaware 14-7. Michigan beat up on Colorado State 51-7 yes, is that final. Rutgers beats Boston College 22-21. Iowa defeats South Dakota State 7-3. And as a game that we talked about earlier, Appalachia State loses to North Carolina 63-61. Virginia beats Richmond 34-17. That is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck. It is the beacon of music in the land of the Pirates, and they're open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night along with football. You can follow the Buck on Facebook and Instagram for updated schedules, and we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back in to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter postgame call-in show. Here's your host, Clip Rock. I ran out of music. Ran out of music. That Here. never happens. I got some music for you. <laughs> no, I don't need it. I've been waiting all offseason to do that. It's back. Here's a uh, UBE stat to consider on the UBE stat sheet. I was watching the highlights from uh, North Carolina and App State and got to thinking, man, App State scored a lot in the fourth quarter. I uh, looked it up. Appalachian State 40. scored 40 points in the fourth quarter Whew. against North Carolina. A 40-burger in one quarter. <laughs> a 40-burger. Jeez Louise. That's awesome. And lost the game. That's the Sun Belt for you, baby. Scoring machine. Fun Belt. Uh, yeah. The Fun Belt. Yeah, that's... Hey, I would run with that, dude. That's the thing, Bill. That is. No, it, it is. Oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> so like, it shows you how much I know about the Sun Belt. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah. I didn't know that. You know what? I shouldn't have told you. You would have thought I was smart. I would have. Yeah, well, I'm not. Look, I, I said, hey, I'd run with that. <laughs> that. I just came up with that. Oh, yeah. Chris, Black Pearl, Jared, hang on. Let's go to Jay in Greenville on the Pit Electric Live line. Hello, Jay. Guys, let me tell you something. If you'd have told me coming into the day that we had all we had to do was line Owen Daffer up for a field goal to win the game against State. I'd take it 10 times out of 10. I'd still take it right now. And we got people calling up, complaining about Owen Daffer. I guess they weren't cheering for the Pirates last year when he beat Navy. 
You know, I mean, people need to man up, realize what's going on. This guy, I've got all the faith in the world in him. Uh, he has won games for us. He'll win games again. But you know what? If all it takes is a missed field goal to get people uh, an excuse not to show up. And what we can't do right now, we lost 21-20. That's great. We can't let NC State beat us twice. We have to show up against ODU next week, man up. If you were at the game today, you make sure you're there next Saturday. Don't not show up just because we lost and just because we're playing ODU and it's not NC State. Show up, support this team. We can do this, but we cannot let NC State beat us twice. Owen Daffer, if you're listening to this, bud, I got all the faith in the world in you. It wasn't all on you today. You give up a block punt for a touchdown. You know what? That didn't know in Daffer. That's special team. Somebody decided that blocking wasn't important on that play. Somebody decided it was not important to block on that play. And that's what happened. And you know what? Tough way to lose. But you know what? I sat in Carter Finley and watched us get our ass kicked twice and score three field goals, right? In, th- in two games. And with the team I saw go out there today, it's a whole different ball game. Pirates, we are back. We are back. And if we support this team and get behind this team, we can do special things. Whether we lost a state or beat state today, it has no effect on our season. All our goals are in front of us. Go Pirates. Rack them. Great call. To go Jim Rome there. Uh, <laughs> appreciate the call, Jay. Good stuff. And, uh, yeah, I agree with you, man. Let's uh, – I love the line because it happens all the time in sports, especially college sports. Don't let the same team beat you twice. That's right. And that's, I love it too. got to avoid that this week. Absolutely. And practice starting tomorrow, Sunday practice. And you know what? Along with somebody decided not to block, somebody actually decided to call a rugby-style kick in that situation, which was a – Billy's not opinion. over it. No, no. I, it's it, As soon as it happened, I, I thought about it. I, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. All right, Jared is up next in D.C. Hello, Jared. Hey, guys. It's a, another tough one, but you know what? It's a game. This was a tale of two halves. Because the first half, we were making those critical errors that the typical ECU losses that we get blown out by 40, we made. And then the second half, I've been a Pirate fan a long time. I don't remember us getting multiple goal line stops. That was something to truly be proud of. Does this suck? Absolutely. Do I absolutely trust Owen Daffer next week to go make the kick? Absolutely. And I'll tell you one thing. I got a lot of ODU fans that are friends, and they're already talking smack. We cannot, just like the last call I said, we cannot let NC State beat us again. Be strong. This is, this is a team that can do some damage in this conference. We absolutely have to stay strong, stay pirates, and keep fighting. And, hey, we'll get him next week, guys. All right, Jared. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you checking us out in D.C. I think the Pirates put it on ODU next week. I, I'm I'm already excited for it. Yeah, I I'm think so, to too. I, I hope so, anyway. And yeah. and I, I agree with the caller a couple of calls ago. I can't remember his name. Who was it before Jared? Um, Jay, Jay? Joe? Joe? Jay? Jay? Jay. Yes, Jay. I agree 100%. Everybody's got to show out for that game. I mean, I think you got to show out all year, really, because it just goes to show you what Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, how much fun it is when Dowdy Ficklin Stadium is packed and rocking. 
I mean, we yeah, we were we've been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, yeah. We've and we got three more in a row here in September. Yes, let's go three and one to to get through September, win these home games, and and you know see where we are after that. Yeah, let's do it. All right, uh, Black Pearl is up in Raleigh. Hello, hey guys. Hey, great day to be a pirate. Look, we pulled into town today. I've missed twelve games. 12 home games in 22 seasons, and those were weddings or funerals. Uh, and I only say that because today when you pulled into Greenville, it felt like old-school Greenville, North Carolina. It was alive. It was fun. It was packed. Uh, nothing to be ashamed of today. You know, that's number 13 in the country, which I'm not convinced it is. But um, we got a lot to be proud of. And, and for everybody calling in and turning on Owen Dapper, 39 and 41. 39 and 41. The guy has hit 39 of 41 extra points. Uh, I think any of us, if we showed up every day and could hit 39 of 41 at anything we do, we'd be very proud of that. And uh, don't forget what he did for us at Navy last year. That season looked a lot different with a loss at Navy if he didn't hit that 54-yarder. So, I'd say give the kid a chance. Uh, you know, he, he didn't have the block punt for a touchdown. Uh, he didn't throw two interceptions. And, uh, you know, overall, a lot to be proud of. Game day concessions, we've got a lot of work to do. You've heard it all day. Uh, those are operations problems that can easily be fixed with a little bit of leadership stepping in and uh, observing. Put yourself in a position to notice. Time some people in line. Figure out where the process is broken and, and fix it. But overall, show up at Dowdy Fickler Stadium four times in September. we got a lot to be proud of. Go Pirates. All right, Black Pearl, thank you for the call in Raleigh, 317-1250 on the Pit Electric Live line. You're tuned in to the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. You can watch the show. You can pull up the show on your television. Now, if you have a YouTube app on Roku or another device, and uh, watch it right there in your living rooms. We're on Facebook Live as well. And we go next to Chris in Greenville. Hello, Chris. Chris. Chris, we hardly knew you. <laughs> All right, we go to Bryce in Lizzie, North Carolina. Where is the Lizzie? This is Snow Hill. Oh, Snow Hill. Bryce, you there? Oh, are they paving the way for Atticus, who has been trying to get in all show? Can we get Atticus and Charlotte in? Atticus? Uh-huh. Atticus, 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 Atticus. Look, I told Shirley I'm coming on and I'm going to be positive. I'm going to say one thing negative and I'm going to go all positive. Look, obviously, anytime you lose to the Wolfpack, it's soul crushing, right? Today could have been one of the biggest wins in program history. Soul crushing. But I'm encouraged to see everybody supporting Owen Dapper. If that that kick against Navy last year, I mean, he's a legend forever no matter what he does. No matter what he does from here on out, he's a legend. And I'll support that kid forever. You know what? He's a kid, and he did it. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. Let me cut to the chase. Here's the thing. It sucks losing the Wolfpack. Number 13 team in the country comes to Greenville, and we have him on the ropes. If you're not in Daddy Pickling Stadium... Supporting the Pirates, behind Mike Houston, you don't have a pulse. You don't have a soul. You've never stepped foot in Greenville, North Carolina. Today is the biggest positive in the history of East Carolina football. 
Mike Houston has these boys rolling. This program is rolling. This program is at the top of it as it was with Ruffin McNeil. I've been drinking cup. I'm sorry if I'm stumbling over my words a little bit. The Pirates are rolling, Clip. The Pirates are back. ECU football is back. This program is back, baby. I know we lost the crutch today, but you know what? ECU football is back, and if you're not excited, you don't have a pulse. You don't have a soul. ECU is going all the way, baby. Come on. You got to be excited about it, baby. You got to be inspired by what you saw. Woo! <laughs> Come, on. Come on, baby. You gotta love the planet. about what you saw today. I've never been more happy about a lot. Love what you saw today, baby. Troy Dreyfus, is that you? Is that you, Troy? Oh my goodness, Atticus! Oh my God, Atticus! 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 All right, there's Atticus in Charlotte. Oh, that's golf. good stuff right there. That's uh, you know what? That was worth him. You know, waiting for him to call in. Yeah, I'm glad we finally got him in. That has um, fired me up. And that's the kind of uh, students and interns we have here at Pirate Radio. That's one of ours right there. That's awesome. Atticus. That's awesome. Uh, he just kept getting higher and higher, and <laughs> and I didn't think he could get any higher, and he got higher. And, uh, and He was uh, feeding off himself. <laughs> he, was, he, was, <laughs> he is his own energy source. Wait, I'm getting excited. I'm getting more excited. What do you call it? I'm like pumping a, myself up. A hot spot on your – or whatever. He is his own hot spot. <laughs> All right, Rich, Cameron, and James, hang on. We will get to your calls. We need to take a break after that one. Hopefully, Atticus takes a break. He needs to relax. Uh, We are going to enjoy some more Parker's Barbecue. Thanks to Parker's for the awesome post-game food. Three locations in Greenville. They ship nationwide. Bulk orders for game day. Parker's Barbecue has it all, including Nanner Pudding. Take a timeout. Come back. More to go. U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. And welcome back. Actually, this is Billy Weaver sitting in for Clip Brock, who's running back into the studio. Clip, uh, we actually had a caller call in talking about uh, all the NC State buses. I know you weren't out there, but there were like 18 to 20 buses parked behind the scoreboard at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium on Berkeley Road. I had never seen that many visiting buses hmm. at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium in my life. They didn't, you know how usually the buses pull up right along the curb. They had them parallel parked in there, and there were a ton of buses. It's the first time I've ever seen that many buses. All right. I just, uh, you just know. put that one on the UB stat sheet. Most buses Most ever. Most buses ever. By an opposing yep. team at Dowdy Pickens. And Stadium. the first time that I've ever seen the opposing buses come in and police officers blocking off that area, not letting you in that area while the opposing team was getting off the bus. Usually other teams, they just kind of get off the bus. People are milling about. No big deal. Because I wanted to go over there and say, hey, rough. I right. uh, didn't get yeah. a chance to do that. I did see Ruff on the sidelines, um, and it was nice to see Ruff back in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Billy did try to pick a fight with NC State basketball star Terquavion Smith. <laughs> so you were hanging out with Baby T for a little while Baby there. T? Yeah, yeah, you know, he's a Farmville guy. 
Um, I think I, I really truly think that he's going to be in the NBA next year. Oh yeah, I uh, had will. a chance to go after his uh, freshman season and had a phenomenal freshman year at, at NC State. But uh, I did have a little bit of fun with him and tried to recruit him to get it. I mean, everybody I else is going. You, you know, everybody else is going into the transfer portal. Yeah. why not him? Come on over to ECU. And he's like, Nah, I'm good. Well, good try, Weave. Yeah, you told me I should have slipped him a hundred bucks, and you know, should have done that. But. I mean, why not? Everything's legal now, right? You're gonna give me a hundred bucks to do that? Because I, <laughs> I don't have a hundred bucks. Uh, talk to Troy after show. What do you get paid per show? Now nah, we'll talk about it. Later. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Later. Ryan Thomas. <laughs> oh wait a minute! Somebody gets paid for doing this show. Never mind. I didn't say that. <laughs> Ryan Thomas Cameron, hang on on the Pit Electric Live line. We go to Rich in Greenville next. Hey, Rich. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey. What a game. Win or lose, that was a terrific game. I, I feel bad for these young guys. You forget how young they are. That kicker, he's probably going to be abused. But, man, what a game. You can't, if you were in that stadium, you can't argue with that game. What an exciting game. And you gotta love North Carolina football. UNC State, now ECU. Wow. And, and you, you know gotta, what? When you I, gotta throw App State in there. It's hard to to think that way after such a soul crushing loss, but he's right. What a fantastic atmosphere. College football Saturday in Greenville. A classic went right down to the wire. If our teams weren't involved in it, we would have said, Absolutely. this is an awesome game to watch. Back and forth, all the heart and everything. Uh, didn't go our way, but uh, you're right, Rich. Uh, great great game. Didn't end the way we wanted it to today. I was going to say exactly what you said, Clip. If you didn't have a dog in the fight, that's a game to watch. Actually, we would have been the same way watching what we were watching on TV here in the studio with Abs- UNC yeah, and App State right. because it was such a fun game to watch. And, yeah. you know, even I mean, somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose. That's just the way it is. And, uh, you know, there are no ties in my ball game. I, I don't like ties, so it's a good thing we don't have them in college football. Somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose, but it was a heck of a game. All right, Rich. Thanks for the call. 317-1250. Cameron is up next in Wilmington. Hey, Cameron. Hey, guys. I just want to say thank you all for keeping my connection to Greenville. Um, You know, uh, alumni Greenville 10 or so years ago. We, uh, my connection there. And uh, I just want to say great game. Really impressed with everybody. Cannot rely on this game with O-Man, Owen. You know, we I've always said we cannot uh, rely on a kicker. It's not the kicker's responsibility to win or lose games. Really impressed. My worries are that uh, we we uh, look back on this game to dictate our season. And like somebody else was saying, that they, you know, we would love to beat them. They were hyped up. We were hyped up. But uh, we have ODU. Next weekend, they uh, beat BT. So we need to beat them, which I, I think um, somebody was saying, we, we can do it. I have no doubt in my mind we can do it. We need to do it. Um, you know, we just can't reflect on – we can't dictate this, our whole season of uh, looking back and losing state. Cameron, on that note, I'm going through Twitter right now, starting to see players and coaches start to put some stuff out. Xavier Smith said, motivated. It's back to work. Pirate Nation, thank you. Today was unreal. Uh, Ryan Jones said, love this team. Not the outcome we wanted, but Pirate Nation, we appreciate. Dowdy was rocking. 
uh, Coach Latrell Scott. Appreciate the students, families, and fans that showed up today. Best atmosphere ever. We are a tough and resilient bunch. See you next week. Now, they're all saying the right thing right now, and I think they believe this, but this tells me that they're not going to let this one beat them twice. They're not going to let this one linger. They're going to get ready for ODU and uh, come out and, and kick some ass next week. Oh, absolutely, and we should. We should. It, it, it's the only thing we should uh, use as a motivational um, tactic to get us fired up. We can do it. Um, we're only improving now with Coach Houston. Love the way he's the direction he's taking the program, and we're excited all the way in the Fort Stadium, Wilmington. We're excited. Um, love to see you guys. Thank y'all for everything, and uh, you know, go Pirates. It's all up from here. All right, Cameron in Wilmington. Thanks, Cameron. Hey, looking at our Facebook feed, Jacob Morgan put on there, I've never seen uh, folks from the winning team look so disappointed leaving the stadium. <laughs> I agree. You could see on the – there was no celebration from NC State. There really wasn't. Um, I think East Carolina won that football game. Like, head-to-head, you didn't see it on the scoreboard. Uh, you might not see it in the stat sheets. But as far as head-to-head, you know, they had some th- some things didn't go their way. Obviously, the blocked kick. Uh, resulting in a touchdown. The two missed the extra point and the missed field goal at the end. You know, those things happen. couple calls the refs should have, we think, should have gone our way. Um, but yeah, there was no celebrating from the NC State fans uh, for sure. So they're, they're, yeah. they're not, I tell you what, they're they're not uh, going back to Raleigh patting themselves on the back right now. Yeah, my uh, buddy Justin Rouse even put in the Facebook live chat, you know, it, great game and Good luck the rest of the way, and even he is uh, not too happy with his team winning today uh, the way that happened. Uh, I mean, getting stopped twice at the one-yard line is unheard of like that. One on a fumble, one on a fourth down, and then they let ECU get right back in it, and if not for what happened at the end, we are victorious on this uh, first Saturday of the football season. All right, real real quick, my daughter-in-law, Morgan Waddell, is now watching on Facebook. Morgan, hey, love you. Hey, Morgan. Uh, Thomas is up next in Greenville. Hey, Thomas. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up? Look, man, I know, I know uh, everything. It, it, it sucked. It was a bad taste in everybody's mouth, but I just have two quick things, and I'll, I'll let you guys talk about it. How good does it feel to watch competitive football again in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium? And about four years ago, we were getting beat. You, were t- you could turn the game off in the first quarter. It was 28 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. And a lot of those fans, I think they forget about that and what Houston's done. And, um, you know, just be grateful that we were even in the game. We could watch it to the fourth quarter because I, I sure enjoyed staying for the whole game. And um, it's not that long ago where we were, you know, walking out to the tip, back to the tailgate lot at the end of the first quarter and just saying, oh, screw the game. Let's just see how many beers we can drink. So, anyway, that was quick. Yeah. Sweet, man, but uh, go Pirates. All right, Thomas. Yeah, Bandwagon Billy uh, joined the fifth quarter last year when ECU finally started winning again. Bandwagon Billy was only invited on the fifth quarter last year i wasn't invited before that all right both of those things are true <laughs> you act like i didn't want to come here we had some dark dark years <laughs> <Bandwagon Billy. That's laughs> awesome. i like the way you fight back though we that's what i want <laughs> some fight back that's right pirates uh, gotta fight back man now weave was you know covering the team and was in it and had to talk about it that's and right talk to those guys and Hey, man, I went through those three and nine Oh, I know you did. I know you did. Those were not fun. To his point, last year, we didn't win them all. We did win a couple. But having 
competitive football to watch in the fourth quarter was new to us. No, you know what else is new to us, too? It's playing on Labor Day weekend and not everybody deciding to go to the beach instead of going to see a bad 3-9 and nine football That's team true. from the year before. Yeah. You wouldn't have seen that. I mean, you're, you you got to remember, this is a holiday weekend, yeah. and it was 90 degrees outside. There's a lot of people that would much rather go to the beach than see a bad football team. They didn't. They packed Dowdy Ficklin Stadium this weekend. That says a lot. I think we're going to have a lot of games like this where it's nip and tuck until the end and that could be next week it could be against navy it could be on the road at south florida tulane it could be against one of those good teams that we played the end of the year uh, ucf or houston or whatever but we're going to be in a lot of games like this and it's fun and you got to stay tuned to the whole thing we started the damn fifth quarter like in the third quarter one year when we were down by 40 points yeah because it was a night game What's the point of waiting and starting it at the end? I'm ready to go home already. Let's go ahead and do this damn thing. You know? So we've come a long, long way since then, and that is a uh, major positive. All right, let's go to Ryan on the way home from the game. Hello, Ryan. Hey, Cliff. How's it going? Y'all hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. Got you. All right. We're going uh, – y'all want positive first or negative first? I got one for Give us the negative first. So we can end on a positive. Right. Good idea. Good idea. All right. Negative is, and this has been on my heart for a while, halftime. People leaving the game at halftime. I'm so tired of us saying we're a football school, we're Pirate Nation, and 30% of the people leaving at halftime. Take that garbage to Chapel Hill. Put on your, put on your light blue and keep off the purple. If you're... Sorry about that. All right, you still with us? Yeah, I'm. I'm still, All right, good. Um, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm fed up with that, man. Stay for the whole game. The student. Some of the student body left. One girl left. She had purple on, and she said, "Go Carolina." She about got a bush light thrown on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> We're pirate nation. We're pirate nation, and, and half the half the student body is, is leaving at halftime. This is not Chapel Hill. We're a football school, man. I'm, I'm fed up with that. I understand the concessions were long, but we're down two scores and we're leaving at halftime. Look what almost happened. We're two we're two kicks away from having something really special happen and, and half the Pirate Nation sleep. And I'm, I'm fed up with that, man. We're either a football score or not. All right. Positive. Dude, we have one of the best defenses in the country. Blake Harrell has these guys playing out of their mind. They're flying to the football. They're causing turnovers. Two goal line stops. I cannot remember the last time I saw that happen. I'm happy with where we are, but we have to hold ourselves accountable. We have to finish out and win ball games. Can we win the conference? Yes. Should we win that game? Absolutely. But we don't. This this is not. We this is not like a. Uh, this is not a win. We're acting like we won this ball game. We didn't win. We lost. All right. So let's get our head out of our our our, our tail bounce back, and let's win. And let's stay the entire game, guys. East Carolina football. We finish things. Thank you all, guys. All right. Thank you for the call, Ron. Appreciate it, man. And uh, there is one thing. I look at the stats here, Weave, and you always have to have something. You can't get too high on yourself. And ECU lost this game, so they're right. not. Right. But the defense did play at times out of their mind, like Ryan said. But third downs today, yep. NC State – now, how about this? So, East Carolina last year, one of the best third-down teams in all of the land. They were good today, believe it or not. 
four of 13. That's really good. The bad thing is the ones they gave up, you talked about it, were 10 plus yards, yep. 15 yep. yards. One was the third and 16, and yeah. they got right, they got 16 yards. Near, you know, they, their territory kind of, I'm thinking of one where they were backed up. Mm-hmm. And would have had to punt it almost from their end zone. Oh yeah, yeah. So you've got you you clean those up, right? So you've got uh, things you can work on, despite. But man, giving up. I asked Jeff Charles, you know, how many points would it take to win today? He put it. He said, if you get twenty four, you got a chance. Maybe a little more than that. If you'd have told me that you give up twenty one to NC State today. I mean, I'm thinking we we probably win that game. Yeah, I mean, I think so too because you know NC State came in here with a very highly touted uh, offensive team, and to be completely honest with you, I wasn't overly impressed with Devin Leary. He threw behind a couple of receivers. He threw one that was about five yards short, hopped a receiver. Um, he overthrew the receiver that was wide open in the end zone towards the bone yard. That should have been a touchdown. Missed him completely. So there was there's a lot of cleaning up, Devin. Leary's got to do for uh, for NC State as well. So I, I wasn't ex- overly impressed with him. I think his stats, if I looked at his stats, it was, I was 23 not very of either. 36 or something like that. What is, what is Leary, uh, 17, of 17 of 33. 33 yeah. Only 211 yards. Yeah, one one touchdown pass, one interception. One terrible pick. I was not impressed. Yeah. Alright, uh, 317-1250 the number. We will take another time out. TJ, Keith, Bo, and Charlie, we're coming to you when we return on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show after this timeout. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you on week one of the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Clip Brock, Billy Weaver taking your calls after East Carolina loses today 21-20 to in excruciating fashion. But there's another game next week, and then there's going to be 10 more after that, and probably an 11th when uh, the Pirates go back bowling this year. All right, uh, TJ, Keith, Bo, hang on the Pit Electric live line because now we're going to Charlie in pittsburgh hello charlie hey clip hey billy hey Thank y'all for taking my call as always good to talk to y'all again yeah welcome back yeah i wish it was under better circumstances i mean that was a uh that was a gut punch and they, there's there's no team on the earth uh that i want to beat as bad as north carolina state but i've had some parkers uh between now and the end of the game so i've calmed down a little bit um, I wonder if that's but, why we're so like you know we're upset, but yeah. we're not you know we're not jumping off a bridge. You know you know how you feel after that Thanksgiving dinner where you're just kind of <laughs> zoned out. All yeah, up. you're like in a turkey coma. I yeah. think I'm in a barbecue and uh, banana pudding coma. Yeah, that's that's about where I am. Feels better with a belly full of fried chicken and barbecue. But uh, the thing I'm focusing on is the difference in how I feel right now. And how I feel, at, or how I felt after both of those games with State, right at the end of the Coach Mo era. Um, obviously, you know, I mean, I don't, it's it's debatable which one, you know, whether it hurts worse to get beat by four or you know, whether it hurts worse to get beat by one. But one thing I don't feel at the end of this game is embarrassed, um, and that is exactly how I felt at the end of those uh, those games at the at the end of the Coach Mo era. Um, our boys don't have anything to be ashamed of. Um, they played a tough game, and unfortunately, you know, I do have a little bit of the feeling like I did at the you know, beginning of last season where we kind of had one snatched away from us, and 
you know, our defense played lights out and put us in a, a situation to win multiple times. And you know, unfortunately, the offense just couldn't quite get it done there. But um, if if they truly are as good as their ranking implies, and I'm not saying that they are, I don't know if they are or not, but um, if they are that good, then um, we should be able to play a ball game with anybody on our schedule this year, and that makes me feel good. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the team. I'm sad the way it turned out, but I think we got bright things ahead. And um, the fact is that the, uh, the Pirates got to shake it off because we got a tough ODU team coming into Green uh, next weekend. And um, I hope the Pirate Nation will still come out and support because um, I think this I think this team's got a lot of potential this year. And um, we don't need to let this one beat us again. It feels bad today, but I'll shake it off. I hope the Pirate Nation will come back out next weekend. Uh, I'll be there. Appreciate y'all taking my call. Go Pirates. All right, Charlie. Thanks for the call, man. Good to hear from you again. There's Charlie in Pittsburgh. Man, Kenny said he blames the loss on my shirt. <laughs> what'd you, what's wrong with your shirt? I don't know. You were in the gold it's, section. I was in the gold section. Yeah. I even got my gold hat on. Yeah. I think you're he said, I right. blame the loss on Billy's shirt. Smiley face. Somebody on YouTube earlier said. Good thing I, I like you, Kenny. He said, Billy Weaver looks like somebody that owns Affliction Polos. <laughs> i thought that was a pretty good one billy looks like he owns affliction polo shirts <laughs> all right this is this is my pirate radio uh pirate vibes only yeah. shirt Tada. all right bo is up in iowa i don't remember getting a lot of calls from iowa hey bo hey guys can you hear me yes sir all right um thank you for having me on um initial thoughts on this game are obviously positive um i think there's a lot of chances that state had to score and our defense came through like everybody's just saying, but um, I don't want to be the negative guy right now. It just, I think currently, you know, at the end of the day, we did lose a chance to make national attention, taking down an in-state top 15 team. Um, and instead it's just, we got our hearts ripped out um, twice. Not, I'm not saying it's uh Dapper's fault. It's just, you know, the way that we had to pan out. Um, I think down the road, um, I believe it's something that we could have leaned on a little bit more. Um, and it's just, it kind of stings right now. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, the rest of the season is going to be determined by this, but I definitely think it could have helped. Um, and it could be something to look back on as, you know, not only for our boys, but everybody It's like, you know, yeah, we did, we did have this chance to take down state and state is, you know, a, a, a legit team is um, what, you know, what they say by the rankings. So that's just, um, what I think, you know, it's a national TV game. I thought it could have been a really good opportunity to start one and all, um, against a solid team. And you're missing out on a lot of national recognition. We've already seen highlights of the loss. The scroll on the bottom uh, during the game we're watching says NC State, like one of the top headlines, NC State survives East Carolina after a missed uh, kick. So we would have got all that. We're not going to get that attention against Old Dominion, Campbell, Navy, really anybody in our conference. So today was a big national stage day for East Carolina and you know, one kick away from uh, a lot of folks talking about us uh, today and all throughout this week. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, again, it's, you know, going to those past, all those big games that we had, you know, those big wins in the past against State 2010, Russell Wilson, West Virginia, um, and even back in the 90s, I thought, you know, those are things that, you know, you look on um, as a group of five program, and, and those are statement wins, and those are wins that stick with you, you know, for the rest of your life. So I think that, you know, right now, um, especially where we are since we are on the rise again. I think that could have really been a statement. Um, you know, no doubt that we will, you know, be back at a bowl game. 
um, and be the team and be a better team than we were even last year. But it, I think it does, you know, make a little bit of an impact down the road. That's just my opinion. Well, yeah, we'll never know. And not that what it meant. Not that this makes any difference, but I'll be curious to see. Uh, uh, what happens in the national rankings next week? With I know. NC State. I was thinking about that too because we're probably receiving votes next week if that kick goes in. Right, right. At least. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. And then you got those couple games after. So, yeah. Thanks for the call, Bo. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. All right. There's Bo in Iowa. Wait, was that heaven? No. No, that's just Iowa. It, it was Iowa. It's Iowa. 317-1250. Keith is back. Uh, let's go back to Wilmington. We've been there quite a few times today. Keith is up. Hey, Keith. But, hey, Clint. It's, uh, it's, it's Keith here in Wilmington. Uh, you know, you, you touched on it a minute ago. I, I think it's relevant talking about national ranking, um, sort of Pirate, Pirate Nation program, you know, national prominence. This is a critical year for Pirate football. We've got conference realignment here. No one knows where it's going to shake out. And, and I just want to take a step back on that field goal and on that missed extra point. I don't want to kick a dead horse, but I got to say, it just feels like too much of a coincidence to not think that there's something going on there. On the sideline, in the locker room, you got Donnie fighting for his job. You got people missing kicks. You got a, a, an offense out there that, that just doesn't seem ready for the national spotlight. And it's so frustrating because you got a defense that I, I put them toe to toe with anybody in the SEC West. And, and, and you got to wonder, is is Mike Houston really up to the job to get in the Pirates where they need to go in what could be one of the most critical seasons in Pirate history, given the implications we have for, for conference realignment here? Right. Uh, so what are you saying? Like, there's some – what do you? what's going on outside of the field? Like, what do you mean? Well, I don't – I mean – uh, the guy missed the kick. I mean, that... the main, I don't think the mainstream media is reporting on it. But you look at a lot of these recruits. You look at money changing hands under the table. You look at you know. All whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> money doesn't have to change hands under table under the table. The anymore. mainstream media. What and, the hell? Oh no, I don't know what you're fully talking about here. Well, well, because we're not hearing it. We're, no one's hearing it. It's not getting through. And you look at what's going on with the administration. You look at what's going on up in Washington. They're just not talking about it. And you, you know that these globalists are out here, and they're trying to keep our nation down. <laughs> okay. I see where we're going now. <laughs> they do. And uh, you know what? You're probably right, Keith, and we need to talk about that more. And I appreciate you bringing it laces to the light. In. They want the laces in. La- yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> All right. It's a conspiracy. You know, it was local politics, bud. Now we've gone global. Yeah, yeah. All right, Keith, you're on to something here. All right. That's a weird fella, but I like where he's going. Yeah. All right, Keith, thanks. Let's go. I think uh, global warming had something to do with it, too, because it shouldn't be this warm uh, so. in September here in, in eastern North Carolina. And and I think it's a water conspiracy, too. I, it's all that yeah. wrapped into one. It is. And it affects our play calling somehow. I don't know. Uh, I didn't connect all the dots there, but that was good. All right. Uh, Shirley is on the phone, answering phones. Uh, we're going to go to TJ next. TJ in Lexington, North Carolina. Hey, TJ. Hey, uh, I appreciate Cliff had to say. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it really it doesn't, it doesn't come down to that last, that last kick. Um, it's, uh, it, it's really laces out Dan, if you know what I mean. Uh, in the third quarter when uh, the placeholder couldn't turn it around. But that's okay. 
we had a good time yeah that's all that matters as long as you had a good time you had such a good time you had that kick happening in the third quarter yep but mm-hmm. yeah tj it sounds like you have fun today uh look we talked about earlier in the show john young last year's holder took a snapshot of the tv and said this is not on daffer when you when you kick a ball off the laces you can you can't control it he said it's like blindfolding a kicker mm-hmm. so you know he knows more about it than i do i'll take his word for it but uh but that's what john young had to say about it all right uh anything else tj hey i appreciate it y'all have a good night you, you too, too thanks man tj in lexington all right oh boy chuzzle Cheezle, what are we doing? Ocean City, Maryland. Hello, Cheezle. Cheezle. How are we living? Uh, we're living large. Uh, I don't believe that's the case. So tell me what your actual opinion is of what happened today because, you know, I've heard about all these people pussyfooting around today about how. Can you say that? You really actually gone out and done anything. Let me tell you something. We missed out on an opportunity today. This was an opportunity that was missed. You know, we want to talk about being a passionate football school or a passionate program, and we want to go ahead and think that we're not a power five program, but yet we don't want to go ahead and overstep our boundaries. Where do we stand? Cincinnati sent the mark, okay? Cincinnati set the mark last year. We had an opportunity today to go ahead and make sure that East Carolina was going to be put on the map of college football. Not only within the state of North Carolina, but in the country. You know, a lot of people don't know this. You can look at a lot of Big Ten schedules. We're playing four top 25 teams this season. This was a flip through the fingers. How do you not go ahead and capture this opportunity? I'm not going to sit here and smash Owen Daffer. Come on, that's not the right thing to do. Nobody knows. Everybody knows that. You know, and I'm not going to sit here and sound like fucking Stephen A. Smith. Either. Oh, hey now. Cheezle. Come on, Cheezle. We let you I, get away with you the know, Don't I, cuss I, on my daggone show. I figured a guy like Cheezle would know better. A guy named Cheezle. But oh, didn't. I can't stand that. Come on, people. Have can't, a little bit of sense. Can't do it. Don't be a Cheezle. And if you're And this is coming from someone who's dropped one before. If you're a uh <laughs> a young married couple about to have a kid, don't name him Cheezle either. Yep. No, I don't necessarily know if that was his F-bombs. real name. Oh, that's his real name. Cheezle. Oh, is it? I don't know. No, it's oh. of course it's not. I was going to say, did his parents not like him very <laughs> of course much? Oh, not. is it really? <laughs> no, it's not Cheezle. <laughs> All right, Warren, or whatever your name really is, is up in Greenville. Hello, Warren. Hey, guys, I'll tell you, it's a beautiful day to be a pirate. Uh, you know, I've come through the JT years the Art Baker years, and we all speak parts throughout. These young men on that field this afternoon hey, uh, hey, for us. Warren, can you turn your radio down? You got an echo going. We want to hear what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. 
And just continue. Men on that field is poured out their hearts for the pirate nation. They deserve every bit of respect that we can give them. And we need to realize the dumpster that we have dug ourselves out of. And for anybody that would like to think that the pirate nation is dead, I beg to reckon with you, the pirate nation is back. We will come back from this. We are back at the top. We are on the way. And I challenge anybody who dares to step into Rowdy Dowdy and challenge us. Because you will get slapped in the mouth. Y'all have a good night. Go Pirates. All right. There you go. There Love the positivity. And oh, they, back did they stop the there. play? 21-14, Arkansas over Cincinnati on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Did we just have a turnover? Is that what that was? Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Arkansas turned the ball over inside their own 10-yard line. Cincinnati has the ball and an opportunity to tie it up with 6.38 left to play. Um, like, I, I would love to see Cincinnati come in here ranked. Uh, oh, that's right. We, we've got them on the road, right? We had them that in, was in here, here last, last year. year on the road. That's right, on the road this, this year. year. Yep. I'd still love to play. I, hey, I want to play all the ranked teams we can play. All right. Uh, Wilmington's been a hot spot today. Cooper is on his way back to Wilmington. Let's check in with him right now. Hello, Cooper. How are we doing, Cliff? All right. Just wanted to call and say, appreciate what you guys do, man. Uh, look, I got nothing but positives to take away from today. Um you know, I, I'm not going to say, you know, it wasn't a conspiracy because of all the water, you know, shortage or whatever, but like every, that guy earlier. But, no, what I want to say, man, is uh, you know, as much as it stings uh, to see us lose this game today, and Clip, you know what I'm talking about growing up where we did, uh, you know, I got nothing but positives to say uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the game. After calming down a little bit and actually reflecting back on what what we did today, I feel like you know we we, we did well on, on uh, in a lot of areas. I feel bad for Daffer, um, and I hate that it ended the way it did. But I'm taking away nothing but positives from today, and that's all I'm gonna say. Go Pirates! Uh, I think we've got some good things to look forward to this season, and uh, I'm looking forward to keeping on, keeping on. So. Go Pirates. You guys take care. Thanks a lot. Coop, good to hear from you, man. There's Coop on the way back to Wilmington. And if this is one of eight losses this year, then this one didn't mean that much. But I'm thinking, and Billy's thinking, and a lot of these callers are thinking, this is uh, going to be a good season. And we lost today, but once we pile up those victories and are looking back when we're getting ready for a bowl game, you know, you'll say, man, that one got away from us, but... We just had a heck of a year. That's the kind of season I'm expecting, which is why this one is a little easier to take. Last year, and look, this year's it's going to be tough, but I feel like we were really kind of pressured every week to get wins, to try to get to six, get to a bowl. You know, I feel right now like that's the minimum. Like we're going to get there. How many can we get this year? I think brighter days are ahead for this football team we shall see i agree 100 percent. yeah all right uh sean we'll get to you next let's take a time out we'll come back more to go u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show we are back with you after these words
You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. 317-1250. The calls keep rolling in. We keep rolling on on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Clip Brock, Billy Weaver, Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, and Billy has now gone for the mac and cheese. If you're watching on Facebook from or on Parker's YouTube, Barbecue. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Look how cheesy. Look at it all sticks together. You're mm. a loud eater, Billy. Yeah, um, and I say that as a loud eater, but uh, loud and proud, I say. All right, William, uh, hang on. Is Sean up next in Moorhead? Hey, Sean. Hey, guys. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Uh, look, we, we we played NC State about as tough as you can play them, and we should have won that game. But um, I, I think we win eight, possibly more games this year, and we should be damn proud of how this program has rebuilt itself coming out of the last four or five years and what the coaching staff has done. And these boys played their tails off today. And honestly, I, I, I think the rest of this season, as well as where the program is going as a whole, we should all be very excited about where it's going. Um, that game today, I had a lot of friends from NC State were joining us today, tailgating and going to the game. And they said to themselves, they're like, look, we, we don't feel like we won that game. They don't, they don't, nobody felt like they won or lost that game today. It was a well, it was a well played game. There was two or three things that went not our way and didn't go their way. And at the end of the day, it just ended up going their way. But at the end of the day, uh, we fought it. And I think we've got a really good opportunity, not only to have a really good year, but to really have a turning point in this program as a whole. That's where we go you know moving forward so i'm excited no doubt part of that is recruiting part of that is having you know recruits at your stadium seeing what kind of atmosphere it can be and uh greenville and the pirate nation rocked out today looked awesome on tv we if you were there and uh that that helps too we talk about oh, it was so much fun building a program and and you know thinking about the future of this program it, it seems very very bright at the moment so hey i do want to i do want to shout out to all the pirate fans that have been calling in for the most part people are positive and and that's not what we've seen after really any loss here over the last few years uh especially to an in-state rival, yeah, like NC State. So, I, I mean, it's just—it's a testament to where everybody's on the same page that we're headed in the right direction. All right, Sean, thanks for the call, man. Three one seven twelve fifty on the Pit Electric live line. William is on the way to Moorhead City. Hello, William. William, will I am? Sorry, hey guys. Hey, what's up? Three quick points. Three quick points. All right. If Leary is a Heisman candidate, I'm a neurosurgeon. Right, <laughs> I agree. I agree. If that's Power Five football, we're in. Okay. Number two. Like it or hate it, it's wedgie time for Dapper. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> All right. There's William. Hey, I like it. Short and sweet. Uh, yeah. Three points. <laughs> wedgie time. <laughs> I heard that one before. All right, thanks for the call. Hey, I agree. Give him a wedgie, pat him on the back, and say, let's get him next week. And get him next week. That's right. Okay, fair enough. All right, um, in a moment, I'll tell you what, we'll do it right now. How about the Brown and Wood drive of the game? Uh, Billy Weaver, formerly of Brown and Wood. That's right. And uh, sold my my parents a car. That's right. And they love it. Uh 
and i took a vehicle to get an oil change this week and got to drive my mom's new car for a day how'd you like it i loved it and nice. it was awesome it was smooth buddy yeah she got she got the top of the line it's good stuff she got a good one uh they provide our drive of the game brown and wood serving the pirate nation in eastern north carolina since 1937 brown and wood your number one dealership in greenville brown and wood on greenville boulevard greenville online at brown and wood auto.com I guess we've a couple to choose. You know what? I thought I'd do the the final drive of the game, but how about a 79-yard drive that took up 6 minutes and 28 yep. seconds? It was 21 to 7 for a while and, you know, ECU got a stop to start the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Pirates get the ball, what can you do with it? They go 79 yards, 6 minutes, 28 seconds, 13 plays. That's a hell of a drive. That's an NFL drive right there uh, to put it 21 to 14, get yourself back in the game. I'll, uh, I'll go with that for the drive of the game. Absolutely. And and had it been a different situation at the end of the game, I think that's the obvious drive of the yeah. game. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm totally with you. And that's the one that ended up with the touchdown pass. Uh, in the end zone, they nearly on hit one third, to Winstead. That was on nearly third. hit one to Johnson. Right, and that was on third down yep. too. So that was critical there because if not, if they don't, they don't score the touchdown there. You got to think they're going to kick a field goal. It was Shane Calhoun yep. catching the touchdown pass from Holton Aylers. All right, let's go to Darlington, South Carolina, and talk to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? All doing right. good. So I got to say, I am very disappointed by the way Dan Maddie like most people. Um, I really thought that we were going to be better. I, I feel like we got pumped at the end of this game, um, obviously missing a field goal. Um, Dave Dorian is the worst coach I have ever seen. He has all that talent, 21 points. Um, no wonder the offensive quality control coach uh, lost uh, the fiancé to Ian Cole. Um, but overall, it's good direction for the program. But, you know, if you want to go from good to great, you have to beat NC State. Well, we're not great at the moment. Well, but why can't we be great, right? Because we missed a field goal and didn't beat NC State. You just said it. Well, I mean, yeah. But like, <laughs> this is supposed to be an opportunity to reignite the fan base, everybody. Yeah. Good camp, and, and, and we, didn't, we didn't do it. We got pumped, you know? Yeah. We didn't get it done. We're not great. We got to be good. We were pretty good last year. Now we got to be good. Then we got to be great. We're not there yet. Do you think NC State is great? No, uh, after I, what, I, I, not, saw not today, what I saw I don't, today, no. no. I'm just going by your words, saying great. Yeah, I, but but overall, like like this is my case. I was somebody who I wanted fire last, um, and I acknowledge that that was not the time to do the firing. So uh, I'm glad that we were able to get uh, a good result. But you know, like I said, we're, 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 we need to get to the end point, and if you're not great, you're good. So um, you know, it's time to be great. Well, again, if if you ain't first, you're last. Good is better than whatever we've been the last, you know, whatever year. So, but I, I hear you, Mike. I mean, it, no doubt they let one slip away today. It sucks. It reminds me a lot of South Carolina last year. Absolutely, where you're just 100%. banging your head against the wall, saying, "How did we not win this game? It was right there for us, and we didn't take it." I, I got those same feelings. So, yeah, uh, no moral victory or anything. I mean, I, I'm happy where it's headed, but uh, yeah, the, you should have took this one today. Yeah, for sure. Very tough. All right, Mike. Thanks for calling, man. Thank you. Have a good night. You too, bud. 317-1250. For the first time since we started, we have open lines. So if you want to jump in, we got a couple breaks left. So get in while you can. 317-1250. We're back with more on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show after this.
You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. 317-1250. Somebody just made a pro move. They waited to hear the music, and they just called in, and they're going to get right on the air. There you go. That's somebody that knows what mm-hmm. they're doing. We like yes, that kind of sir. call around here. Clip Brock, Billy Weaver on a Saturday evening. Still got some good ones coming up later, although I don't think it'll be very good. I think Ohio State is going to roll Notre Dame, but I might be wrong. Uh, but we got that coming up later tonight. We'll be checking that one out uh, when we get home. Also, uh, surely is it is BYU in South Florida still hadn't started? Is that what you're seeing? Okay. Uh, Utah at Florida tonight. Chandler, we like that matchup. That's going to be a good one in the swamp. And uh, some other action going on as well. I can't believe I just gave all those compliments. You know who called in? I thought it was a caller. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's Brian Bailey. Hey, BB. Hey, hey, BB. How you doing, sir? What's going on? I, uh, you tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Well. I, it was uh, it was about as heartbreaking a loss as you could be a part of. I mean, yeah. It was, I really felt bad for everybody involved. Coach Houston in the coaches show that's going to air tomorrow. He talked about that on the, and you guys may have already addressed all this, but on the extra point that Owen, his plant foot was too close to the ball and he ended up pulling it left. And then when the field goal, he overcompensated and pushed it to the right. So there you have it. He didn't say anything about the laces being uh, pointed at Owen? Well, the only thing. I don't know what the TV broadcast said about it. All I saw was the tweet and the picture, but we weren't really sure in talking to Coach and what was happening, whether you know the holder had enough time. From that picture, could he have still spun the ball? Yeah. He still have time to spin it. If he did, then that's a moot point. I'm not sure, but we were talking about that too because that, that picture had come up, and evidently they talked about it in the broadcast. But of course, the broadcast had Holt Naylor's punting, for East Carolina first court. <laughs> right. Uh, what was said, Bailey, after about the uh, the fourth down stop, the goal line stands, the fumble? I mean, that was some of the most exciting football we've seen in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium in, in, in a long, long time. Yeah, it really was. And, and he was, uh, Coach Houston was just said he was so proud of everybody on that defensive side. You know, you think about it, they threw a shutout, you know, in the second half. They really only gave up 14 points because of the blocked punt. So, I mean, uh, defensively, I don't think you could ask for a better effort. And that that fourth down stop, that was that was something else. Now, I mean, that was that was really a, just a just a, a great play and just a hit and then driving him back. And I was just afraid they were going to get called for a penalty. <laughs> no, yeah, I said the same thing. I was yelling at the TV here, let him go, let him go, let him go. The ball the, was spotted at what the three. Right, they yeah. drove him back to the across 20. the twenty. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, how about the orthopedics East injury report, Bailey? We saw several Pirates go down. I think Deontay Johnson went down uh, multiple times in the game and you know tried to fight through. Ryan Jones was limping. Holt Nailers uh, had an injury during the game. So how do, was that any of that addressed uh, in the postgame? Well, I, I didn't actually go into the postgame with, with Coach Houston and the players. I was in at Coach Houston's office waiting for him to come in and do the coaches show because we tried to do it right after. And so I was there, and we did not talk about the injuries at all in the coaches' show. So I, I didn't address that. I don't know if he addressed it in the in his press conference or not. And on the broadcast uh, at the time, Marty Fuhrer, uh, Kevin Monroe were thinking Stinger for Holt Nailers, but what'd you say, Weave? They were talking about having to put his shoulder back in place. Or yeah, something? they they had a. 
I don't. I, I hate to say. Let me. Let me see. Because you actually, read it from somewhere. No. 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 Um. Do, 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 do. Uh, he didn't address that. Morgan Aylers did text me after or when we were talking about that, and just wanted to make sure he. I had said that he had dislocated his thumb in the Conley game. Remember, he said he actually broke his thumb. Oh, we're going back game. to Conley, right? 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 right. No, oh, okay. but he was. I thought that he had addressed the the shoulder oh, when he oh, sent me oh. the text. Okay, he did not. But I don't want to say separated shoulder, dislocated shoulder, or whatever. But we heard that his shoulder kind of had to be popped back in, and that it was kind of going in and out during the rest of the game. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't want to, you yeah. know, say separated, dislocated. I don't know the difference between that and all that. I just know he hurt his shoulder. Well, Stephen Igo tweeted out about an hour ago, ago and this is what uh, Igo tweeted. He said, uh, Holt Naylor's dislocated his right shoulder and popped it back into place mm. on the one play he had to exit, said it was popping in and out for much of the game. There you go. That doesn't sound pleasant. No, no. That sounds I was, like it hurts. I was going to say, Weaver gets a pharmaceutical job, and now <laughs> Hey, I know all about poop. I don't know about shoulders. Oh, there you go. <laughs> if he sees <laughs> if he sees a guy run to the locker room in the middle of a game, maybe he can report on That's, that and hey, tell us what's hey. happening there. You know, there there is a brain gut connection that if you're nervous, anxious, or whatever, it does affect your bowel movements. Bailey, your thoughts on that? <laughs> wow. This is what this show has turned into. We've been here a while, Bailey. Well, hey, I, I know a kicker who really blanked the bed. So. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Low blow shot across the bow. Yeah. Wow. Bad, uh, hey, I, t- I will tell you this. Coach Houston was a stand-up guy in the show, and he said, look, you know, it, it's a, it's unfortunate, but I love the guy. Yeah. He'll, he'll win some games for us, and he's already won some games for us, and you, know, you just hope he bounces back. But I'm telling you, man. In this day and age, with Twitter and everything, mm. I really feel for the guy. Yeah, I heard that he's taking a, a real beating on Instagram, which, you know what, we we have never been a part of that. Us, us old school folks, you know, when we made mistakes as youngsters, um, yeah. we didn't feel the wrath that these young people do now, and I really feel for him. I hate it uh, because it's a different world now. And it was, it's such a, man, I was, I was really thinking, hey, you know, you miss an extra point, you feel like the world, but if you come back and kick that field goal, yeah, you know, you go from GOAT to hero, and it would, it would have been, you know, the signature win that Holton's been looking for. I mean, he, he did everything in his power, getting his, you know, shoulder back in socket and leading them down the field. And, you know, just some of the heroic things we saw, and we saw so many positives that, you know, it, it's hard to, come away with it feeling so bad like the coaches do and like the players do right now but as we as we addressed in the show and you, i'm sure you guys address this too but you can't let one loss turn into two yeah and that's going to be the trick this week and coach houston said we've already addressed that we told the team he said i told the coaches that win or lose against state next week's going to be difficult because you either got to come off the high of the win or you got to you know somehow bring it back from the loss yeah. i don't think he was really talking about a devastating loss like the one that they had. I think it's good Old Dominion won last night, Bailey. Not that ECU would overlook them, but now they got full attention, you know? Yeah, I do too. And I agree. I think you guys were talking about it earlier when I was listening on the way to the uh, TV station. But, but yeah, they, they made party all week. But that, that means a lot to them in the state of Virginia and, and that you know all of that. So I think they'll, they'll have a good time this week celebrating that. They could come in here flat as a pancake. But 
We'll see. All right, Bailey, uh, you got a guest lined up Monday for the Brian Bailey Show? Donnie Kirkpatrick is scheduled ready to go. So. No way. Okay, he may he may not be in the studio. Was I think he's going to be on the phone, but uh, we're scheduled to have him, so we'll we'll confirm that on Sunday. And, All right. Uh, Coach K on Labor Day. It you is. Gonna, you going to ask him about the fourth down play call at the end of the game? Which, Oh yeah, I mean, he's. Hey, I'm telling you, talk about a stand-up guy. He'll talk I know, about everything. I know, and that's that's why I asked you that because I know he's a stand-up guy and he'll he'll address it. Um, yeah. But a lot of people had thought that that was kind of a you know one of the uh, what you got four flankers, four or five receivers all going go routes and nobody going short and they don't pick up the first down. So that was a big call in the game. It really was, and, and you, you wonder. And it's easy to sit here like like we do, but. That little dump pass to Keaton Mitchell over the middle would have worked good for four yards. Oh, yes. Yeah. Got him in space, finally. All right, Bailey, we got some other callers we're going to get to. Thanks for uh, joining us up here, man, and uh, we'll hear from you coming up on Monday. And we'll check out the coaches' show. What time's that air uh, tomorrow? 11.30, 11.30 a.m. on WNCT Channel 9. Thank you, BB. Yeah, thank you. Good job, fellas. Brian Thanks, Bailey joining us today here on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. Let's get a couple calls in here. Gary is up in Kinston. Hey, Gary. Gary, you got tired of waiting? You got to need a little patience, Gary. Uh, how about Trip in uh, Wendell? Hey, Trip. What's up, boys? How y'all doing? Doing good. All right. uh, it's a rough day today, rough day today, but the vibes were immaculate in Dowdy Ficklin. It that, was. It a was a good thing. It was a great atmosphere. It was a very good hey, and, and that boy Holt Naylor's is a warrior. My man popped his shoulder out of place and came back in and played it the whole. I mean, the dude, the dude's a stud. The, the, the dude puts it on for the team. He's going to do whatever he can. That's uh, and guys rally around that too, Billy. I mean, when you got a leader like that, that that they're, that's going to make Ryan Jones when he's limping, you know, tough it out and play. That's going to make everybody uh, better around him. So that was great today. And again, I love what these guys are saying on social media right now. Keep the head up. Long yep. season. Let's get right back to work tomorrow. So, I don't think this loss will affect next week. If anything, I think it motivates no. him to win even more. I so. think so, too. And there's never been a question about Holt Nailers and his leadership ability ever by anybody. And if you've ever questioned his leadership ability, you don't know anything about Holt Nailers. I mean, he is a true warrior. He is a guy that leads by example. And... Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, Holton is going to be the first one to put this behind him, and he'll he'll probably be the first one in the gym and on the field ready, getting ready for Old Dominion. Yeah, you ain't lying. The man's a hometown here, and he gets after it. It's, it's, it's going to be a long season ahead, and the boys from State are overrated. We proved it today. Yeah. All right, Trip. anything else, man? All right, y'all, y'all take it easy, man. All right, thanks, bud. Thank you, sir. Tripp and Wendell. All right, last call for your calls. Final timeout here on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show. We're back to wrap up a long day of broadcasting here at Pirate Radio when we return after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right. Uh, number 19, Arkansas, is hanging on to a 24-17 lead over Cincinnati in the fourth quarter. Houston and UTSA are tied at 21 apiece. 
with less, less than five minutes to go in that game. Nebraska leading North Dakota 24-17. Georgia beating up on 11th-ranked Oregon 49-3 is that score. Tulsa leads Wyoming 34-27 in the fourth. Oklahoma no problem over UTEP 45-13 with about a minute to go in the fourth quarter. BYU and South Florida was set to kick off at 636 but we still don't have a registered score yet. I got and, an update. Yep. What's the score? Uh, BYU scored on a 75-yard play in 11 seconds and leads 7 to nothing with 14-49 left to go in the first quarter. All right. And there you go. And the Lincoln-Riley era kicks off with uh, USC. And uh, they are taking on Rice. They are at the start of the second quarter. They're tied at 7 apiece. And that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck. The Beacon of Music in the Land of the Pirates, and they're open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night along with football. Follow The Buck on Facebook and Instagram for updated schedules, and we'll see you at The Buck. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Go ahead, Weave. The Buck, the Buck, the Buck, the Buck, the Buck, the Buck, the Buck. Anybody familiar with the Michael Peterson, um, the murder in Durham, or the staircase? There's been documentaries. You are? Yes. Okay, good. This one's for you. So last night Duke uh, beat Temple thirty to nothing, and you know the meme with the um, the two guys shaking hands. Uh huh. And so Temple is the Owls in that Michael Peterson deal. The defense attorney brought up the Owl theory that the wife was not attacked; she actually got attacked by an owl, and that's how she died. So the meme at the top said disrespecting owls in Durham. And wow. it was Duke football and Michael Peterson's defense attorney. And for anybody out there that knows what That's I'm talking about, dark. that is, that a gr- is. It's a, it's great. It's, a, it's great, it's but it's dark. Very clever. Dark. For those that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, I'm sorry. All right, 317-1250, Pit Electric Live Line. This is the last segment, and we're getting out of here. Michael is up in – I hope this isn't Michael Peterson. Michael is up in Greenville. Hey, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it's not Michael Peel. Okay, it's Michael Peel. <laughs> All right, Michael. How you doing, man? <laughs> doing great, man. Um, just want to give a shout out to Power Nation. They showed up uh, real loud today, and uh, you know, although it's kind of spotty, probably after the third quarter, you know, but you know, they came back in full force and helped them. Uh, the defense pull their, you know, pull themselves together for that four corner stand. So I think that was a, it was a great turnout by Power Nation. Um, shout out to Mike Houston and and the staff. He's got us heading in a great direction. Um, definitely wanted to win today, but um, the guys showed a lot of heart. Um, you know, especially after that interception after the first quarter. You know, when whole Ehlers threw that interception, but you know, everybody kind of just rallied together and just, you know, we we didn't we didn't give in. You know, after that, that could have been a, a definitely a way for the NC State to kind of get some momentum, but we, you know, held things tight. Um, I, I have a question for you guys. I don't know if you, uh, if it's been talked about. But I was just curious to see what you guys' opinion are um, in regards to uh, when Holton Ehlers came out of the game. And uh, I saw Garcia warming up. Not that I'm trying to start open up a can of worms or anything, but you know, I saw him warming up. But uh, instead, they decided to put uh, Alex Flynn in. You know, I mean, he's been steady because he's been in the you know program for a while now. So just wanted to see you guys' feedback on uh, that. But I'm looking forward to the season two as well. All right. I'll, so first of all. It... Okay, I th- I'll speculate on it. Maybe if Ehlers was seriously hurt, right, and they put in Garcia yep, there. Yep. Maybe they found out. Okay, he mu- he's going to be able to go back in. We're going to do one running play. 
which we can trust alex mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. and we won't have to use this as one of garcia's four games if they want to play him in four absolutely and that's yeah. that's what i was going to say because you could tell holton when he was walking off the field that he was okay because i remember saying to my daughter next to me um they're going to have to put Mason. I thought Mason Garcia was going to go in because he was down he was on the field up. for a long time. Right, right. Yeah. And I thought, I was like, okay, well, any in that situation, he has to come out for one play. Yeah. So in that situation, if they, if the coaches, and I'm sure they did, they probably knew right then, Holton probably told them, I'm good. You know, he's got to go out for one play. And I agree with Clip 100%. Why put Mason Garcia in there and have that count as one of your games? Yeah. When when you know Holton's going right back in. Uh, okay, that makes sense. I was just wondering as far as, you know, what was the thought process on that. Yep. Um, so that, that's um, that's good insight on that. But looking forward to the season, guys. And um, you guys are amazing. I like what, love what you guys are doing. And uh, keep up the good work, and uh, we'll see y'all next Friday, next Saturday. All All right, right. Michael. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Michael in Greenville calling in. How about those pesky Cincinnati Bearcats? I know. I thought they just had a safety, but they didn't call it a safety. They've missed two field goals. They just had like a fourth and 40 because they kept getting penalties and stuff. They were giving Arkansas a chance to put them away, and they're not going away. They're down seven and got the ball in uh, Arkansas territory. So keeping an eye on that one on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Thanks, Chandler. Been waiting on those all day. Buck, da Buck, da Buck, da Buck, da Buck. I know, Chandler, you haven't chimed in. What's, what's going on with you? You okay? I'm just chilling. Okay? Todd. Todd, Todd, Todd. Todd is up uh, in Atlanta. Hey, Todd. Hey, fellas. How are you? Hey. Hey. Todd Wilson here, man. Hey, what's up, Todd? Long time, no chat. I know it, man. It's been a while. I uh, moved to Atlanta about, oh, about a year and a half ago and uh, was going back and forth from Swansboro to here. My mom passed, unfortunately, March 31st. Um, but, man, what a game today. I thought it was, you know, it was a, man, I was yelling so much. My 99-pound bulldog went and got in his kennel and hid. <laughs> but I tell you, it was it was probably it was probably maybe maybe the most exciting ECU game that I have watched in about three years. And I think a lot of people would agree that a lot was shown today. And unfortunately, you've got to be successful, as you guys know, in all three phases of the game. And you know, when opportunities presented themselves, we didn't come through, but. I think nothing but positivity should be taken away from from this game. And I'm going to tell you that receiving core we have has made leaps and bounds in improvement. And I'm just looking forward to the rest of the season. And I think there's a whole lot to look forward to with this Pirate team. And, you know, I'm proud to say I'm a Pirate. All right, Todd, great to hear from you, man. And uh, credit to uh, Mike Houston, the staff, for recognizing, hey, we lose Tyler Sneed, lost Blake Pearl the previous year. We got to find some help somewhere. They go out, they bring in uh, Johnson, they bring in Winstead, who I think is going to have a really good year. They're able to get C.J. Johnson's head on right and him back, and and credit to C.J. and the staff for that. But uh, that was a a big need. We we were sitting here January, February, like, what are we going to do? Who's Holton? Holton's got Ryan Jones, and that's it. uh, But uh, that that group has come a long way here. And uh, Again, a few drops. Credit to State. 
they were a point of impact impact right when the Pirates yeah. were catching the ball knocking it out we got to sure up those drops obviously but uh i agree with todd i like what i saw from the pass catchers today and i like what i saw from our offensive line today we had talked about that that was my key to the game offensively the offensive line now could they have played better absolutely well, but was was holt nailers running around for his life like we've seen in the past well you can clear clarify i mean pass protection they graded out well i would right. say Right, run blocking. We knew that would be an issue. We knew because with, with with North Carolina State's defensive front, you knew it was going to be it was going to be a tough battle. But it pass really protection, one hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. So, like I said, is there work still work to be done with the offensive line? Absolutely. Did they play well? Um, there were no penalties. I mean, they they didn't have a, that offensive line didn't have a penalty until the fourth quarter. And that was the one holding, I think it was a holding penalty yeah. at 7.30 left in the game and when the first penalty came out. So I'm happy with the way the offensive line is progressing. And so. late in the game, it kind of shows you how well ECU pass protected. State was going all-out blitz. Yep. And, you know, it's up to, to Donnie and Holden to recognize it and make the, the correct plays in that situation. But they weren't getting to them, so yep. they had to send the house. Yep. And uh, that's because East Carolina did a pretty good job today keeping uh, Holt Naylor's uh, clean. Yeah, there's a lot to be uh, to be proud of if you're a Pirate fan. There's a lot to work on as well because it's just the first game of the season. So uh, that's the good thing. The good thing about losses like this is they're very teachable losses that you can teach a lot. Even like I had mentioned earlier, Blake Carroll is going to get on that defensive side and say, hey, we played well, but not well enough. There's some things we got to work on. Third and long situations, we've got to work on those in practice. I think you're going to see a, t- a totally different team and a focus more focused team not to say they weren't they weren't focused today they were they played well but i think they're going to be even more focused next week against old dominion we'll be talking to the guys inside the delcor players lounge on monday i think you're going to see a very focused and motivated group they know one got away from them today uh but they're ready to to turn the page to old dominion we'll recap nc state and uh, get you ready for ecu odu coming up monday three o'clock on pirate radio live brian bailey show monday at noon with donnie kirkpatrick and that is about all i got for you today that's a wrap shirley rhodes my teammate for all these years on saturdays we did it again another successful day of broadcasting and i gotta tell you i gotta tell you the way we perform today if we're looking ahead i think we're gonna have a great season Boat. Stupid microphone. You know I could what? not agree more. Ball. You missed the Forget about it, Shirley. You screwed I mean, it up in the end. Stripper scholarships. Stripper scholarships. You're, You're, out. Out. You're out. We're gone. Fire. Years of service. Fire. We don't care. You're out. You're fire. We don't have anybody else that can do what you do. You're back in. Stay here. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Shirley, great job. Enjoy. Thank you. Had great fun. job. Great job yourself. Chan Man, you came in here. Hung over after getting hammered the previous two nights, and you made it all the way through. Yes, sir, baby. You soldiered through. Yes, sir. Just like Holt Naylor's toughing it out, you did the same. Exactly like it. You're a tough kid. I appreciate that, You buddy. got that dog in I you. got that dog. Chilla Honeycutt, dog. <laughs> Billy Weaver, dog. Billy Weaver, fun day, buddy. It's been fun. I hate it ended the way it did, but, uh, know, man, we, uh, we had a good day here at Pirate Radio, and we're going to be with you every Saturday. All day, uh, and a couple of Fridays, too. Okay. Are we going to get Friday night weave in here later this season? What do you mean, are we going to get Friday night? We got two Friday night Are games. you asking me if I'm going to be here? Yeah. Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Duh. 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 
folks thank you all so much for tuning in we appreciate interacting with you it's a lot of fun and uh you guys make the show so thank you for that thanks to uh ube their sponsorship of the ube stat sheet brown and wood with the drive of the game orthopedics east with the injury report and of course parker's barbecue check them out tomorrow if you missed out on it today three locations in greenwood to serve you and scores provided by the buccaneer music hall scoreboard and of course, U.S. Cellular. Check them out as blah, well. Blah, blah, blah. Easy for me to say. Thank you uh, to everyone. We'll see you back here next Saturday, two o'clock, on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and after the game on the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show. You have been listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Join us next time for complete postgame coverage of East Carolina football exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.